hello, hello, and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture sleep, uh, sleep <laughs> together <laughs> in heavenly peace. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but you, guys all, you guys all gasped when I said sleep like I was going to say something completely inappropriate. <laughs> Man, I wasn't going to say anything naughty. We started this one right on the... Take two. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture sleep their way through the lazy days of summer, but they have been awakened for this very special week, which is the week we call Youth Camp, High School Youth Camp. We are here on location in the sprawling metropolis of Waimama, Florida, here for the Church of God Youth Camp, Youth Camp Circus this year, and uh, we're bringing a very special uh, camp episode. This is something that's kind of started off as a, a lark during Hero Zero. We did a couple daily podcasts, and uh, we came, brought it back last year with our highest rated episode last year was our camp episode, so uh, by popular demand, apparently, we are bringing it back tonight, uh, our youth camp episode, but I'm not here to do it by myself. Um, with me, uh, as always, is Pastor Councilman Rodney Cannon. Whee! <laughs> How's the corndog game going? <laughs> My mouth is empty. All right. Uh, and of course, his better half, the lovely Lindsay Cannon. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. Our number one fan. <laughs> Lindsay is uh, she she's a devoted uh, Nerd of Godcast squad member, so we are glad to have her behind the microphone. And anytime Lindsay is in proximity to a recording of the Nerd of Godcast, she has priority seating. She has a, a perennial fast pass to be on the cast, so it's always good to have you back. Uh, of course, uh, everyone's favorite man who they love to love, L L O Y D. It's Lloyd Smith. Hi. Lloyd, a flaming ball of charisma this evening, clearly. Yep. Don't... <laughs> Listen, I intentionally did not program into our game Everyone versus Lloyd this year as a personal service to you. Thank but... you very much. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me, Tony. It's better when it happens organically. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's planned it or not, it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Yeah, right. We're just going to wait until everyone eventually turns against you. Yeah, uh, to I'm, my right, I'm coming back, uh, you were here with us last year. It is Jason, right? Hello, Jason. How's it going? <laughs> We're so tired, man. Yeah, it is Tuesday. It's only t- day two. <laughs> and I didn't get a taco one time. Was there tacos? They were throwing them at kids. It was the throwing most amazing tacos. thing ever. Welcome to youth camp. Sauce everywhere. Did I miss this? <laughs> were they at least wrapped? Yeah. Did any of them come open? Uh, yeah, we. <laughs> we had to tell her to tape them first. Can you imagine? She's a little silly. She'd have thrown them. They would never. Taping tacos. And, uh, of course, bringing sanity and reason to this otherwise imbalanced crew, uh, the pastor of Together Church, it's Justin Stewart. Here. Actually, I was looking at your hat, and it looks like it says Togi Third Church. Yes. It's all, it's all, <laughs> it's all, Spanish church. It's all about the kerning. Togi Third. Togi Third. Representing 734, you know what I'm saying? Word, word. <laughs> well, uh, we are glad to have you along with us for this week. Togi Third. Well, it's L-I-L. He's like 5,000 candles in the wind. Uh, we're going to get right into the show tonight with a quick game that we call If We Were. Character from a movie or a video game, a famous flying is from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. If We Were is a game where we ask the question, who we would be if we were fill in the blank. And tonight, because we have a little bit more of a seasoned crew here, everybody here is in their... <laughs> 30s or 40s, uh, a little bit more uh, 
more rings on the tree than our normal Nerd of Godcast crew, uh, we're going to take it back to the greatest decade in the history of mankind, the 1980s. Woohoo! Yeah! Was, yeah! And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> Yeah. So tonight, if we were, I'm asking who we would be if we were 1980s movie characters. Characters from the beloved film archives of the 80s. Everything starting from Raiders of the Lost Ark and ending with uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, so help us to know where we are and who you would be while you're thinking <clears throat> about that. We want you to be a part of the conversation. Everybody out there in podcast land, you can connect with us across all of the social media suspects. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Uh, you can also call the Nerd of Godcast hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That's 760-NODCAST. Leave us a message and your shout-out could make it on the show. And now back to if we were. Who would we be if we were 80s movie characters? You guys have any ideas? Anybody want to jump in and claim it? Lindsay Cannon. I have one thing that came to mind. One. Justin would be Mouth from the Goonies. <laughs> because Justin. Probably. A little, little Corey Feldman. Not Corey Feldman's worst role in the 80s. No. What do you think, Rodney? Who would you There's be? So many lines I, I, I would be. Right now. I would be Vizzini. Vizzini. Oh, yes. seriously? <clears throat> That's who I thought I would be. Before the next one's taken, Nico Montoya. Okay, are we going straight Princess Bride? <laughs> All right, welcome to If We Were. Who would we be if we were Princess Bride characters? <laughs> Does anybody want a peanut? <laughs> Valerie? Yeah. The witch, right? I'm not a witch. I'm oh. his wife. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so she says, your mouth. Justin, who who do you do you contest that or do you have a better idea? I like that. I like Corey Feldman. I like both the Corys. Both the Corys. Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman. One of them's dead. One of them's career is dead. Mm-hmm. I'll let you figure out which one's dead. dead. <laughs> uh, but I, honestly, I would I would see myself as Marty McFly. Marty sure. McFly. Because he didn't go through puberty for a long time. Probably till he was in his thirties. It's pretty good. And uh, just I like that. So if you had a time machine, where would you travel to? Anywhere in history? Uh, honestly. Uh, I mean, I'm or, or lie, whatever. But since we're at camp, since we're at camp, since yeah. we're at camp, I would say I would love to travel back to 1990s youth camps. 1990s youth camps. Oh, okay, now I wasn't here for 1990s youth camps in Florida. You, uh, how many guys grew up at youth camp in, in Florida? Like, it's not. Nice, it's can't a, see it's an audio podcast. <laughs> you raise your hand. <laughs> oh, 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 show of hands, everybody. I'm aware. Oh, okay. I was pointing out that he took a survey. Oh, okay. They heard the, sta- they heard the static from his armpits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, tell, uh, my first youth camp in, in Florida was in 2010. So, what, what, what was the difference? Tell me what a 90s youth camp was like. Uh, it was in the 90s. I, honestly, it was just it was uh, bigger hair. Yeah, I don't know. Was, I think it's just for us. It was it was big jeans, jinkos. Yeah. So now, if you're you're no, I went that back. It went, if you you go back to let's just say your first year of high school camp, what do you say to yourself? Like what what does now you say to then you? Do you thank you? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was not much different than I was back then, um, except I'm not kissing. I would him. I would put my arm around him and say, "Buddy, it does get better. It's okay. <laughs> it gets it, it's way better." I say, "We." You'll be the mayor one day. <laughs> you will be the mayor. Mayor. I like the sound of that. I should have said Goldie. That's, That's it. My... Let's put a pin in the in the camp conversations there because I'd like to circle back to that one a little bit. But uh, lots of lightning back then. Uh, Rodney, who would you? Boy, you got to power the flux capacitor. Who would you be if you were an '80s movie character? Pastor Mayor Rodney Cannon. Vizzini. Oh, Vizzini. Dang it, we already said that. 
No. Who would you be if you were an 80s movie character? Okay, Who would so you be? Who would I be? I, I don't usually answer these things. I, I, I consider myself above the, All right, so if the petty meandering one, of quiz. If Rodney picked the one I was going to, so uh, are would you only allowed to be picked one? No, uh, okay. well, I mean, are you going to be Vizzini again? It's, it just doesn't make for interesting radio. Right, that's true. So if I can't be Vizzini, I'm definitely not as tall as him, but I'm thinking Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Oh, that works. Uh-huh. I can see that. Why Cameron and not Ferris? I feel I feel like if I was going to go into that movie, I'd want to be Ferris. Because I feel like I would be the one that would be like, Justin, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, and I would be Ferris. <laughs> like, yes. I would be the one like, no. I can see that no, this I would be the guy that I would be the one that destroyed I feel like you are <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Like, I just, right. that just so you connected a lot of dots in my mind. Well, you think about it, like, even my son during camp, they're like, isn't we see Micah Stewart? Has anybody seen... Micah, Micah, <laughs> that was me in Stewart, camp. Back, back Stewart, in the 90s. right? But we knew where to find you in that stairwell well, they would just with the girl, whatever girl that was missing. They said, uh, okay, that's where they're at. Oh my goodness! Oh my. We were praying. My God. Yes. Yes, my God. <laughs> so praying makes you a predator, right? Careful. Not today, Satan. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jason. Who would you be if you were an '80s movie character? As I said earlier, Inigo Montoya. Inigo Montoya. Why? Just carry a sword. Because you killed stab his people. He's looking I'm, for the. I am now prepared to die. Yeah. to die. Six finger man. Gun must find him. I feel like if I was an '80s character, and my goodness, I can't think of the guy's name. Alex, I think his, the character's name was, but the kid from the Last Starfighter. Oh, yeah. Last Starfighter. They're, they're remaking that. Are they really? Yes. I always played video games oh, with this this subtle, minimized voice in the back of my head that I'm secretly training for something. Like an yes. alien's gonna come here and say, "You got the high score. We're taking you to our intergalactic battle." And probably most people don't even remember what the last Starfighter is, but look it up. It's probably on YouTube in full right but now. But I, I can see, I can see Lloyd as Fred Savage and Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can see that. Scared Fred of, Savage character. That's yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Wonder Years. Yeah, that, that works. Well, let us know who you would be if you were an '80s character, or if you know any of these cats around this table and you think that they missed it by a mile. Who they should have been. Uh, we'd love to uh, love to hear your opinions again. Connect with us across online platforms. Is there a private conversation? You got something you want to share with the rest of the class, Mr. and Mrs. Cannon? I think Lloyd would be the kid from Fly the Navigator. Oh. Why are we? Oh. It, it, let's talk about other people too. <laughs> it's already begun. See, you <laughs> because you, you you had mine. So you had mine. No. no. Oh, how childish can okay, you get? Boy. I say you had mine. You gotta never say get I'm into a battle of wits with a Sicilian when death is on the line. And then he okay, fell he's over dead. Kill over in a second. <laughs> <laughs> What's Cameron doing? Oh, so uh, going back to youth camp. This, since this is kind of the topical moment of where we are right now, uh, regale me with some of your favorite <laughs> funny youth camp, appropriate funny youth camp moments. Uh, appropriate, I guess, being the operative term. Some of these people are people's wives now, Pastor Justin. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> not my problem. Wow. <laughs> Those husbands should be thinking they kiss a lot better now. That's the truth. Okie dokie. Oh, for the love of God. Mark that. Make sure you come to Toga Third Church. I will piggyback you across that line. I promise you. Toga Third Church. I, our pastor made out with your wife. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Are those those locks up ahead? Invite your wife to pastor's appreciation. We'll all be dead. dead. Uh, Okay. Uh, Does anybody want a peanut? Uh, So tell us. Stop it, I mean it. Tell us some camp stories. Uh, You know, for those that, that don't know what it's like to maybe grow up in youth camp culture, this place is very important to you guys, it seems. 
the first time I ever came to camp, I was 18, and I met my husband. So there's your story. There you go. <laughs> Bagged and tagged. One and done. I wasn't here. I wasn't here. Well, clearly. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't All here right. now. So my first year at Florida Youth Camp, I, I was a counselor, and I was on a water slide. And, and there was a, a student... A camper. <laughs> People are already laughing. Yeah, because some of them remember this story. Yeah, you can't just say it's student. I mean, we're on. There was a camper that he was special needs. Was special Down's needs and had some development. Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. And he went in front of me. So he went down the slide, and he was going to get up and get off the slide. So I thought it was my turn. So I took off down the slide as well. Some at some point mid. Slide. He decided. He decided he wasn't done on the slide, so he backed up. And what ended up happening was I drop kicked this kid (laughs) in the back. Oh no! To where it was such a car wreck that he fell, landed on my leg, screamed out bloody murder, and laid there to the point to where I couldn't get up and run away because that's what I wanted to do (laughs) at this moment. Oh my gosh, you did that. The counselors and the other adults went and checked on this kid. By the way, I'm still laying there underneath (laughs) Under him, him. yeah, sure. And that was when I realized that I was going to have problems making friends in camp. camp. Because six years later, they still bring up that I kicked the down syndrome. Well, he didn't make you our president. And honestly, it, it, it resembled his... About semi-pro wrestling, <laughs> he was pinned within like five seconds. You were, you were a, a semi-pro wrestler, weren't you? I was. That's Mr. L.A. I was okay. for about a year and a half. Yes. Yeah. Was it was it awesome? It was a lot of fun. Um, it, it was midget lucha libre. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I didn't make that cut. <laughs> I wasn't you must be this high to be a midget yeah, yeah. lucha libre. They never returned my application or phone call for an interview or anything. They couldn't respond. Yeah. They I can make those jokes. Right, right. We can make those jokes. Yes, we have some vertically challenged folks here. Exactly. So that's my story. All right. Who who else has got a a fun or potentially embarrassing camp story? Well, at at youth camp was the first time that that I ever played foosball. I'd never seen a foosball table until I came to camp. And uh, we're we're going way back here. This is... is, uh, 1963. This is actual foosball, (laughs) not water boy foosball. This is foosball. Yeah. Like foosball, so, foosball is the the table game with it's like soccer, but all the players are on you don't have to on be lateral runs, right? So so I'm standing there and and I'm I'm playing and I don't know that this is funny as much as it's sad, um, but as was my childhood, um, playing the <laughs> playing the foosball and all of a sudden this this dude across from me, David Griffin, um, he takes it. He takes the, the, the foosball thing, because I'd never played before, so I was all up on it, and he slams the, the foosball thing, oh. and it hits me right in the... The, the tenders. Tenders. The, the, the plums. And, uh... <laughs> Calm down there, Jack Warner. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I, you know, I was in pain, but see, then I learned that that's what you could do, so... Oh! I would oh sucker people in, and then, wah! And then oh it just, gracious. yeah... I don't know you. That's my purse. Boom. With the foosball table. Jason, how, how old were you the first time you came to your camp? 63. Oh, my. He was 63? Go get the scissors. Yeah. Oh, that's true. No, I got a funny story for Jason. Last week, he got so mad at another worker that he threw a pair of scissors at him. It's true. It Sharp happens. 
scissors. They weren't that sharp. I'm gonna have to go back and edit out the name of our camp. Yeah, yeah. Can you edit out Together Church too? No, Toga Third. Together Church is Toga Third Church. Toga Third. In Lucky Land. I just messed it up. I just said my name. Justin, if the scissors are staying, then Together Church is staying. That is true. So, so why did you fling scissors at someone? Because they called me old. You made fun of his age. Oh, well. You know, sometimes when you choose to work with young people, they're going to point that out, you know? I, this I think... wasn't a young person. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would never do he that to a the, young person. He was oh. in his 30s. Oh, well. You shouldn't do that to anyone. Yeah, throwing scissors is usually I know that now, Lloyd. We here at the Nerd of Godcast are against violence. That's right. Yes. In most of its forms. Yeah. It is a regrettable offense in video games. child scissors, we plastic on them. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They were the same ones that you were We don't. We don't support or endorse any office supply throwing or foosball castration. We're not, not not fans of that. Gracious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're thinking I did that too? No. Justin, <laughs> I, you've got to have some camp stories that don't involve uh, making out. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, there was the time that like <laughs> some your stuff co- got stolen, and the the cop had to come and talk to the whole cabin. Which time? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, there, there was like the, you, you had the super cabin thing or decorate or whatever, but like some boys went out in the neighborhood because we uh, are not a self-contained campground. Hmm. So uh, there are people who live here year-round, and they have like lawn jockeys and and garden gnomes and things of the like. That's where Lloyd and I hide during hide and seek. <laughs> Stand real still. And uh, there, there, are some, there are some there some, uh, some, of the other campers that uh, are now pastors of churches around the state of Florida. And they're, they're now grown-ups. But uh, at the time, they were not. And they went and collected some things out of people's yards and decorated their cabin with it. And, uh, and I won't, I won't they say, didn't I steal won't, a vacuum. I won't say they? if I still have one of those in my garage. <laughs> But yeah, the cop. Can you edit that out too? Nope. The, <laughs> the cop came and, and had to give him a, a good talking to, and, and he was you know, very tall. And <laughs> it was Ken Shinsis. It was Ken Shinsis, yes. I got a story. I got a story. Listen. But were you that tall then? No. So here's a story. I was a I was a counselor at middle school camp, before high school camp, and we had these two kids. It was Chris Height and um, Chris. Sloan. Sloan. I feel like sharing people's names is going to make this like... Yeah, oh, no, 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 I, 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 I left names though. I don't want my podcast ever being Chris Exhibit Hyde, Chris A. Sloan, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> they always we reached the stabulation. Look, we were doing the super cat. Back then, you had to memorize scriptures, all these things. We had cheated on every single thing so we could win that super cabin award. So finally, the youth director at the time called us in and said, Justin, these guys are all saying... All these, all these counselors are so mad at you guys. They're saying you are cheating. You guys and your girls' cabin are cheating. They said, um, the only way to figure this out, they figured the best way to do it, they all voted that they want your boys to come in and to quote all the scriptures that they quoted to us. They think that they were just reading them straight out of the Bible. I was sweating it, bro, because these two boys weren't the boy, two boys that seemed like they were the ones that would be able to quote these scriptures. And I kid you not, man, both of these kids walked in this room back here and quoted every single scripture on that list <laughs> by memory. And when they came back, those boys became my heroes. I kid you not, every counselor apologized to me. I had no idea we had cheated on everything else. <laughs> and today, those boys are both church got pastors. Both church got pastors. <laughs> well, good. You know, it's funny. Hey, the P-Boy story. 
The what now? The uh, P-Boy? No, well, nah. Yeah, can we sell that out loud? Yeah. Probably not. Well, you you statute of limitations. Yeah. I feel like the answer is no. We can't tell the story. Can tell the title, but not the story. We That's well, hang on. I just need to ask. Can we tell the story about the time that kid knocked over peed in the Oxytin bottle and the kid used the Oxytin bottle? Nope. I think you just did the, I just, that. I think you just told that story. <laughs> we won't tell it. It's funny when you think of, you and know, hairspray. Talk, and his hairspray. And his hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is not a safe place. <laughs> At least historically. And this is where you wanted to time travel back to? I didn't do it. It was great. But we, I knew I knew about it being done, and the kids literally ended up being one of my best friends growing up, even still today. And when I finally told him about that, I thought he was gonna be super upset and depressed about it. He was like, I I knew. That stuff smelled like pee the whole time, and I thought, well, it's working, so I'll just keep using it. I'm like, something smells like pee, I stop using it. You know so, what I'm saying? So you, you, you talk about all these stories and these kids that went on to become pastors and great people. How many of the other hundreds of kids left here scarred and like emotionally damaged? The ones that didn't hack it. Well, I haven't seen the kid. I both is sense. true. <laughs> My, my son is a camper here this weekend. I'm very nervous for him all of a sudden. Man, those were the days. You could buy ice cream that was made in the bathtub. That's what I heard about the bathtub. And okay. salty wait, wait, the streets. Wait, this is great because, see, the, the kids don't understand. The boys' dorms at the time did not have air conditioning. Oh there was a gosh, front door and a back door, and they didn't have bathrooms. They had community bathrooms in the middle of the dorms. And when I was little, I would go and we'd take our soap... And, and, and soap up the floor of the boys' bathroom because the showers were one giant shower stall and we would slip and slide all <laughs> over the floor of the bathroom because you'd turn all the showers on and you'd soak the floor up and it was slippery. And so we would just do that for hours on end. It was the greatest thing. And their mothers were just glad that they had Clean, kind of taking a shower. Oh yeah, we, we bathed. There were certain parts of our body that were squeaky like clean. Busted skull. Right. Sounds sounds very like Greek and Roman to me. I don't know like what's what's happening there, but we loved going back to youth. Camp. I was took lots of pictures. It was great. Nobody had cameras like that back then. Polaroid. <laughs> they had somebody else holding up the flash. I was, I was in a store the other day. Random non-camp thought. I was in a store the other day. And it was they were selling disposable cameras, and I thought, how many people are buying these things and then they don't know what to do with it? Like, where do you even get photos? Developed anymore? I've wondered that myself. Walgreens. Walgreens. No, they don't. They don't develop in store for anything but digital. They they would have to send it off. They still send them off now. Walmart does it though. I think that's so weird to me. Uh, I don't know if they do in house anymore either. That's so funny. Anyway, I don't even talk about crazy things. But One hour. It's just Kodak so funny photo. when you talk about taking a picture and then that. Those are all out of business. Winding it, winding up the film. It's Remember just disc like, film? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. When I was uh, when I was a puppeteer at Disney, I like would take a roll stuff. of. The uh, you know a roll of film. I'm I'm trying to describe what a roll of film looks like to young people who may have never seen one before. But it's a canister about the size of like a C battery, and it literally had your film wrapped up in it. So I bought one that was just kind of a throwaway thing. Pulled all of the film out of it, like a long tape out of it, and then wrapped it up around itself. And I would keep it palmed in my hand when I was at Disney. And people would ask me to take their pictures. So I would say, okay, everybody get together. I'll take a picture of you. One, two, three, and then I would let go of one end of it, and it would just unspool out of my hand. 
making them think that their camera, with all of their precious memories of the Disney parks, had just gone to waste. Because, of course, you know, the they minute, didn't save it in the cloud. The, <laughs> yeah, the minute that it, it was exposed to sunlight, the film was ruined. Uh, and then they would give that crappy, like, Aah! look, and that's when I would snap their picture. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would show I'm them, just kidding, you guys, just kidding. I was uh, genius. Now pose for a real photo, now and they post, hate you. And, yeah, no, they, they it always got a good laugh. Uh, actually, um, there was one, this true story, I didn't go to youth camp, but there was a girl who laughed so hard at that, she came back by, gave me her number, and we dated for two years. True story. <laughs> you know, you all heard the story about the couple that went to Hawaii, they had newlyweds, they go to Hawaii, their room gets broken into while they're in Hawaii, they steal everything, their clothes, everything, except for their toiletries and their camera. Okay, and it wasn't a digital camera. It was the 35 millimeter or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't until they got back a couple months later. You know how you get back from a trip. You know, back then you didn't take your, you didn't take the roll of film back. In fact, we still have some like in a drawer at home. Yeah. Have, it's yeah, never been developed. You had to finish the rest of the roll. Yeah. yeah. So it was months before they went and got it developed. When they got it developed, <laughs> they're going through all their pictures. They realize it's very. And these guys have masks on. They had taken these people's toothbrushes and were putting them down like the back of their pants, was, was cleaning the toilet, like had pictures of them cleaning the inside of the toilet out, and then put their toothbrushes right back where they were. So the people had brushed their teeth with these toothbrushes the rest of that week and then didn't find out what they had done with them. until. That's a brilliant gag right there. That's fake. That, fake news, man. No, no way. way. That's real. Smell my breath. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, any, other, any other brilliant camp memories? <laughs> Mouth. Uh, all right. Well, um, so so sign your kids up for next year. <laughs> yeah. What's the theme? Uh, ne- scissors. Scissors. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. The youth camp. We're gonna be making copiaries. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's, it is cool, though, to think about that when you're talking about all these people that were in youth camp and how they've grown up and become pastors. And, and we've had some really amazing experiences here over the past you know week and past couple of years. Uh, you see kids in the altar and you see kids' lives getting changed and, and being blessed. And it, it really is inspiring. It, it, it makes these late nights and lots of thankless work and behind-the-scenes stuff and meetings and preparations and building sets and doing shows. Because we have a very theatrical youth camp here. It's not just we show up and we do, you know, a couple services and play kickball. Um, We do entire production, stage productions themed out. I I think it kind of makes Florida Youth Camp really unique here. Uh, But, but, you know, you see the potential of these kids. Uh, Even though they might be goofy (laughs) and even though Lloyd may dropkick them on water slides. Uh, One kid. (laughs) Well, maybe that kid, kid. (laughs) maybe God's going to use that kid to do great things. One day, he's going to come up to me in heaven or something. He's like, hey, kicked me in the back and I left the church of God (laughs) (laughs) thank you for giving to the Lord Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to do that that is is definitely the best thing ever speaking of best thing ever Ferris we are just a few weeks away from our Nerd of God cast season four debut, a proper debut for our fourth season, Uno, Dos, Trace, The Quattro, and uh, we are bringing back one of my favorite things that we do on the Nerd of God cast. It's kind of uh, been gone for the past uh, 10, 12 episodes, I guess, of season three. We wrapped it up a little early, and uh, it is something that we call the best thing ever, 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 ever. 
and best thing ever, what it is, it's a bracket system where every week we'll challenge uh, two characters or, or two themes or two shows or something like that against each other, and we'll let people vote for it online across our social media platforms. And whichever one comes out on top with the most amount of votes, they move forward in the bracket system and they work their way towards the top to discover discover who is going to, in fact, be the best thing ever. So uh, I'm going to, right now, on our Season 3.5 camp episode, I am going to reveal what our theme is for next season's best thing ever. It's going to be a very special one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, but we are going to uh, be talking about villains on our next thing ever. All the bad guys that sort of give us the shivers and make us call out for a hero. So I want to go down a list of our best thing ever candidates for this next season. But first, I want to just see what you, who you guys think would be some great villains, movie villains, TV villains, They're keeping it nerdy, sci-fi, uh, comic book, that sort of thing. But who are some that you feel like deserve to be on our, our list of the best villains ever? Negan. Negan, best villain ever. <coughs> I think he deserves to be. I'm not saying he's the best. I'm saying he deserves to be in a, the a spot on the list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about him makes him worthy? He's, 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 he's so good. Yeah, I should say the bat's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Negan, for those uh, who are not uh, in, who are Christian, who are sanctified uh, <laughs> from The Walking Dead, <laughs> yes, and definitely a, a loathsome villain. I yes. mean, one that it's easy to hate Negan. Yes. Uh, who else we got? If we're going down that path, uh, Voldemort. Oh, we don't speak that name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, help me understand what the deal is with Voldemort. He's got no nose, and uh, I no, I no, I just I really don't know <clears throat> anything about him except for Horcruxes, and he loved Harry's mom or some such. I don't know. No, no, no one of them did. Whatever. Else. What's a Horcrux? <laughs> <laughs> Harry's mom. Oh. oh. I thought it was, uh, <laughs> Edit that up. Some of those campers became pastors. We should <laughs> cut that part. Skeletor. Skeletor. Oh, that's a good one. Skeletor. I thought of that because Voldemort doesn't have a nose, and Skeletor doesn't either. Neither, <laughs> neither does Michael Jackson, but it doesn't Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm just saying. Cobra Commander. Yeah. Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander was one of my favorite, and I don't know what it was, but it just his voice just like Cobra. I mean, I just always thought that was like so hideous and Wait, so perfectly evil. But metal face Cobra or hooded Cobra? All right, what do you guys think? I I I can go with either. I prefer metal the metal face. face. I, I liked metal face, but man, when he came out with the hood, there was something really like oh, next yeah. level sinister about oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Same laugh. And, and if I'm not mistaken, Cobra Commander had a very star screamy kind of voice crossing over with Transformers, yeah. and I, I thought that was really, I don't know, those two of my favorite characters. Uh, Transformers, Megatron. Absolutely. Megatron's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And tra when Transformers the movie came out in 1986, and Megatron, like, busts onto the Autobot ship, and he's just killing them, like, just killing them. And, and, and you know, G.I. Joe Transformers, you're watching the cartoon shows, like, nobody ever hit each other. It was just pew, 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 pew. Nobody ever got hit. And in this one, he's like, hey, Ironhide, boom, I just yeah. killed you in the face, and he's dead now. Megatron. That was very. Ironhide was my favorite transformer. Gargamel. Gargamel. <laughs> I don't know that he's gonna make the list, but uh, well, scared me. What, what? What did he want to do with the Smurfs? What, why was he trying to kill them? Was he, he trying wanted to, to eat them? Want to eat them? Want to eat them? Yes. That's terrifying, bro. <laughs> Especially for what was people. the what was the, the the black and white guy on the Rainbow Bright? Michael Jackson. <laughs> he he's on the list. 
he doesn't make this bracket. Joffrey, uh, good good answer. Game, Game of Thrones again. I I'm not. Call, I read the book Game of Thrones. The Ice King. The, the Ice King. That's not his name. Uh, from Game of Thrones. Is it not? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, that sounds like something from Warcraft. Or from Frozen. Frozen. What do you think, Jason? Bad guy. I still have to say the Joker. He's pleasure. The Joker. Bane. Bane. Who'd you say? Or who was? Who was? Not uh, comic little book buddy. Bane. Not comic book Bane. Tom, Tom Hardy. Bane. We're talking Tom Hardy. Hardy. Oh, he's chasing out for six feet. The woman who was in a being, the six feet man in a being. Oh, the count. No. What are you saying? The six-figure six man, man from... Count oh, Rugen. see, yeah, six-figures. Count, count, count Rugen. Rugen. Yeah. Count Smackin. Christopher Guest. Count. Yes, Count Rugen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was nasty. He was nasty. Um, who else? Ronnie? You got a big guy? Uh, well, yeah, mine, mine tends to lean towards Disney, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say something like Scar or uh, Maleficent. Maleficent. Um, Pre-Angelina Jolie Maleficent, where they, you know... Greenskin Maleficent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Queen of Hearts. Who was? What's her name that wanted? I, uh, killed Chopping the dogs. Heads off. She was Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. Yeah. I don't know. She wanted to kill some dogs, but the other one turned into a big dragon. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like. Saying, if we're gonna go with Disney. I mean, we, what we about keep Jafar? one out of the Humane Society. The other one will eat you. Jafar. Jafar. And then. What's the devil name? from the legend? Oh, oh. A darkness. Darkness. Tim Curry. Yes. I didn't know that was him until way later. Yeah, Tim Curry. The movie Legend with Tom Cruise. First yeah. movie. Tom and, Cruise's first movie. And, and he, really? Darkness. Oh, Tim Curry. you got to look this up. Best, played the he, best devil. He looks just terrifying. He's nasty. I, I love Tim Curry. Tim Curry, just everything. I love to hate Tim every, That's what I'm saying. Everything that he's in, he's just like greasy and terrifying. And uh, Count Richelieu oh, in the... Three Musketeers. Oh, that was great. <laughs> right, that was, and, and that's one of the reasons why I love him. I just him and Christopher Walken. Clue. Just, <laughs> yeah. Clue. Yeah. But if you've never seen is it the Legend or Legend, Legend, just Legend. It's one of the best. My, one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, it's it's a super super low budget like fantasy movie, but it, it's it's really a. It's low budget, to watch. but not low budget. No, it see, looks great for that for what day it is. And time. It, it looks awesome. great for what it is, and uh, I think all the music was done by Tangerine Dream, so it's like really synthy and just it doesn't like fit with the movie, but it's great. And his horns are like by like seriously. So disproportionate to oh, his body. Like, they look the like base, those. They look like they shouldn't even fit on his head. Like, like those water elbow, buffalo. Elbow like those water buffalo. From like a Watusi cattle. <laughs> yeah, the Watusi cattle. It's, it's terrifying, especially when I was a little kid watched it. But it's such a great movie. It is. It's a cool movie. I think. I think uh, parents check out. I think there is a brief nudity in it. So just make make sure you know before you Netflix it. Who's who's your bad guy, Lindsay? Q from Star Trek. Q! Oh my gosh, how did I miss Q? See, you guys are saying these things, and I'm looking at my my brackets, and I'm I'm trying to like mentally edit my list so I can steal your (laughs) ideas, uh, because you're saying so many good things. Now, if we go with this, though, I mean, you go with Thanos, right? I mean, he's got to be on the list. Thanos is on the list. Yeah. And most of these are, the the ones that I have on the list, I've separated it out to just TV and movies. I'm going to have another, he's nasty looking, isn't he? That is terrifying. Yeah, oh yeah. Emperor Emperor from... uh Palpatine. Yes. Uh, see now, I, when it comes out of Star Wars, if I'm going to give it the edge, I don't know if I have to go with the Emperor. Or if I just straight give it to Darth Vader for being so bad. Mm. Dude, Darth Vader. Yeah, but Darth Vader's the one of the, like one of the only ones that ends up being turning good at the end. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's not good. No, no, no. I'm saying Kylo Darth Ren villain. instead of Darth, Darth Vader. Uh, as a Darth great Darth villain. Maul? Darth, Darth Half Maul. 
Yeah. That was such a letdown. They promoted his character oh, like I know. he was going to be the next big thing. He was in five minutes. Well, his top half was in five minutes of the movie. <laughs> his lower half was only in Four three and minutes. Half, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so let down. I just saw a thing uh, on Twitter. Ahmed Best, the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, yeah. like, he went through a long period where he was suicidal and depressed because yeah. he people Jar crapped. Jar yeah, but people crapped on him so much, like, he could not get past that. And the same thing with Jake Lloyd, the kid that played Anakin, young Anakin. Like, he's still he a scar for life. Well, yeah, but he was like eight. What do you want? You know, Haley Joel. He was Osborne. such a good Haley Joel. Jaleel White. Jaleel White. You want Urkel as Anakin? No, I'm saying. Do you know the characters that they couldn't get? Through. <laughs> like, I knew that. Wait, this is what I so call pod racing. <laughs> Did you know that he played Padme, the voice for Sonic the Hedgehog? In yeah, the Jaleel White was Sonic the Hedgehog. This very da 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 da. The more you know. You know, well, if we're going to bring Star Trek into the whole villain thing, then you have to put Khan on the Khan. list. Khan. I, I did have Khan on my list. And and I, I was trying to be specific. Ricardo I, Now, you're right. I would put Q over Khan. No, no, I mean which Khan? Well, that's that's the thing. And I, on my list here, I'll go down my list that I that I put on here. And I did put actors' names because I wanted it to be specific. Okay. Um, I, I put Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. And I did it for one move. In the scene where he's shooting off the two missiles because he knows that Superman can't stop both. And one is going to the fault line in San Andreas, the other one's going to Hackensack, New Jersey. And Miss Tessmacher comes up, Lex, my mother lives in Hackensack. And he just looks at his watch and shakes his head no. So bad to the bone. <laughs> that was like, Lex Luthor was bad. But now that we can look back in hindsight and see the actors that actually played the roles... Wouldn't Kevin Spacey kind of be the baddest, the creepier bad guy? No, as far as the, I think the best one to play Lex. Lex was Michael Rosenbaum in Smallville. I can never get behind that. Not really? uh, it was Smallville, not not Michael Rosenbaum. I couldn't track with Smallville. Bowser. Bowser from Mario. Yes. Shanana. Or Bowser from Shanana. You're old. <laughs> All right. You ever watch the show Arrow? Yeah. Okay, they had a villain on there. I, I can't remember if it was the last season or season before. His name was Adrian Chase, Prometheus. Oh, yeah. And it was one of the darkest characters I have ever seen on any TV show. You've never yeah. seen Supernatural, bro. I have watched every episode of that. Of Supernatural? I, yes. It's on. You say it's 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 Dude, that character, that character? No, that character is one of the darkest, most deranged characters I've seen on any TV show. Like Negan level dark? Yes. Huh. Yes. On Arrow. On Arrow. Yes. Yeah. Man. Like, Very much so. And Arrow Arrow is kill jumpy. Off, kill like, off Laurel Lance yeah, and you can like, just do what you want. Yeah, huh? Arrow is a little jumpy. Like one season, oh it's it's amazing. And the next season it's like the I don't the writers are just putting names on the thing and they're just making up plot lines. All the, all the budget goes to Flash. Yeah, and so well, what but, a, speaking of Flash, what about his arch rival in Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash. Yeah. Oh, there were there were actually a bunch in that. There were there was Reverse Flash. Who was the one that was all dressed in black? Zoom. 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 Yeah. Zoom. Reverse ba- Flash is much more than. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, because murder is mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you murdered my mother. Right. You murdered my mother. From last, not last season, but the one before. It was him. It was him. Yeah, that yeah, was probably the him. most sinister of all of them. Future him. Dude, that Prometheus facing yourself. That Prometheus guy. The worst of yourself. He was heroes in the I got uh, Darth Vader, Dave Prowse, John, Tommy, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, uh, James Earl Jones, uh, Tom Hardy's Bane, uh, Sauron, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, okay. Big giant eye. It's pretty terrifying, you know. Uh, Magneto, Ian McCullen, 
No, you get the little protest. I like Magneto, but sure. I think uh, Michael um, Michael Fassbender. I think he, he yeah. kills it, man. Yeah, he it I think he nails it. He's so method. Yeah. I think he nails it. I'd... How do you how do you get yeah, like, do you, how, how do you, do you method you... act your way into a magnetic character? But do you give do you give a credit? Very to, oh, I'm saying for evil. Do you give credit to a guy oh. that he's evil in that sense? Because you see that you see that you see his character and why he becomes evil is is what happens to his wife and his daughter, and then he decides to do what he does. Or the old the older character, which you don't see any of that. You just he, the dude's just straight evil, no backstory. No, he, well, he was the original Magneto was Holocaust. Like his parents yeah, were killed because yeah. well, same, same thing. Camp. Well, same thing for yeah, him too. He story. still came, say, came through, but you don't you don't really see that uh, from you know like you do. This story gives like a you almost. You can almost sympathize with. Him. I agree with that. The other, I do, I do, they the humanize of, Magneto yeah, yeah. in the new story. But can we say though that the best actor to play a villain because he's done it so many times is Alan Rickman? Interesting. I don't have any Alan Rickman on here because you have you have um, the sheriff of Nottingham. the sheriff of Nottingham. Sure, phenomenal. It's Die Hard. Hans Gruber. Uh, Snape. Yeah. I mean, Snape was the the antihero, but yeah, yeah. but I mean, just just the the great. Characters played by such a such a great actor yeah. that I mean he he was just villainous in, in his in his look. He's another one who just so would, if if I had to put a Harry Potter character on here, which again that's unfamiliar territory for me. Would you put on there Severus Snape or would you put on there Voldemort? I would put on there Snape, but I don't know a lot of it. I've seen the the last movie. I, my wife read all the books. <laughs> I told her I'd take her to see the last movie, and. Legitimately, in the last movie, and this is a spoiler alert from like ten years. So if you haven't seen it, I don't feel bad about. It. Um, like, I don't know what happened for the first like eight films, <laughs> but Harry Potter just tanks Voldemort in like eight minutes. Huh. Like it's it's the most unbuilt up fight like scene. anticlimactic. Yeah, and just... it's like the greatest weapon I have is love, <laughs> and he's done. You know that kind of thing. No. Whereas Snape, where, yeah, whereas Snape, at least even within that last film, like it's like oh, this is this storyline and this arc and this because for villain. I want them to be evil, but even in their villainous ways, they've got to grow. Either, either grow more evil or... Have grow, a redemption. Yeah, there's got to be growth. I don't like the cheesy, oh, I'm a villain just because I'm a villain. Yeah, they'd and be I, some MacGuffin. And I felt like Voldemort, from what I know, un- completely ignorant, and if you're listening and you love Harry Potter and you're yelling at me, fine. I just felt like Voldemort was evil from the beginning and he doesn't grow better and he doesn't grow more evil till the end. Well, they... They explain his backstory throughout the the entire yeah. series, pretty much. I mean, they take you all the way back to when he was a student at Hogwarts, okay. and they go even back even further to when uh, Dumbledore found him and and noticed something strange about him. Now, is that what these new movies are about? No, no. no this is no, the, the original. This, yeah, this is the original series. That's what happens when you only watch the last? No, movie. I'm talking about <laughs> in the movie. New movies now are prequels, right? Yeah, it's a different. It's yeah, the, I don't, I don't, the American version of the magic stuff. Yeah, so no. I just didn't know if that's what it was about. Oh, no, no. No, no, I have. He hasn't come out yet. Carpathia. Nikolai, Nikolai, oh, Nikolai Carpathian. Carpathian. I don't know why you said that, and I can only picture Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters yeah. 2. It's Vigo! <laughs> it's Vigo! It's Vigo! <laughs> Where are you from? The Upper West Side. <laughs> I might have to put Vigo the Carpathian on my list now. What about Zul? Zul. Zul's nasty, man. Aim for the flat top. There is no Dana, only Zul. What a lovely singing voice you must have. <laughs> uh, moving down my list. Um, this was a tough one. But I put on three Jokers. I put on Heath Ledger's Joker, I put on Jack Nicholson's Joker, and I put on Mark Hamill's Joker. 
Ah, yes. Those, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I have to whittle it down to one joker. Like, are they going to be going against each other, they or you're only presenting I'm, one well, joker? Well, right now there's three on my on my brackets. I'm going to take two of them off to make room for others. So which Oof. joker remains? We had the best Batman discussion, right? We did. We did. Yeah, we did the best Batman. You have to let go of Nicholson based on the other two. This is is not my favorite Joker. Right. But I think you go with Ledger. Heath Ledger? I think. See, my problem with. Disappearing pencil thing. (laughs) That's like, there was nothing. Listen, Jack Nicholson's my favorite. Sure. But going past it, other. If you go like six months past the movies that have come out, other than Have You Ever Danced with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. Right. Okay? Yes. There, the Joker himself didn't have a whole lot of weird, creepy moments like that that you went six months from and you were quoting. Heath Ledger's Joker, is even now, is why is so like serious? you know Maybe. why so serious? I can quote that. Jo- I can quote Nicholson's Joker. <laughs> Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. Nicholson's Joker yeah. has hubba, the best hubba, one-liners. Hubba, money, money, money. Who do you trust? Me? Right. I'm here giving away free money. And where is the Batman? He's at home washing, washing his, his tights. Yeah. You would um, hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> Where does he get those wonderful toys? You know, that, I don't know. Like, I think they're both great. I get nervous, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. I feel like once you put Ledger in here only, you just stack the deck, and it's going to be just Ledger's going to win just because. It's also a generational thing. I, I get that. I get that. And I don't mind one Joker over the other. I think they're all fantastic for what they are. But I think I get I get nervous that none of these other things are going to go up against Heath Ledger's Joker because people just put him on such a pedestal. Well, and, and maybe it's just for sheer volume of, of work. Yeah. It has to be Mark Hamill because the others were one-off uh, performances. Yeah, and, and Mark Hamill, uh, I mean, you're talking everything from the video games to the animated series. I mean, he's just that would he's be wonderful. That would, that would make sense. Did you go with Ledger's Joker only have like 17 minutes of screen time? Uh, you know what? Like if that's the fact, he'd got more mileage out of 17 minutes than probably anybody else. Like ever. the Rock and Scorpion King. <laughs> oh, shut your! I'm just, I'm just surprised. <laughs> or the Mummy know, Returns. Do you, know, do you know that that, that I, I just read this the other day that that was the highest paid any actor ever got for their for their debut movie. He got paid like five and a half million dollars, and most of it was just something that they rendered on a Nintendo 64. It was just that was yeah, awful. It's like CGI. Awful. Yeah, I mean, bad, bad CGI. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Jared Leto's Joker. You think so? We got Jason Bonilla and the Peanut Gallery over his, here. His Joker. You know what I love about his character oh, is that his Joker is legitimately, it like psychopath. It's, it's like a psychopath that you could really see happening. Like even Heath Ledger's. Uh, you know, you could some of that stuff. I mean, blowing up a bunch of stuff, and this dude is just like a murdering fool. Like he'd go around just shooting people and. I mean, it's it's just different. He did like a like a thug with with psychopathic thoughts. See, now this is a weird thing about Heath Ledger because I can see Nicholson and I can see Leto, but I can't see Ledger. Like, if there was a Harley Quinn character, I can't see Heath Ledger like beating her or being abusive towards her. But I can totally see Jared Leto and I can totally see Jack Nicholson. I mean, Jack Nicholson killed his girlfriend in the '89 Batman. Yeah, I see Jack Nicholson doing that in real life. Can't make the omelet without breaking a few eggs. Uh, all right, so so if we if we leave one Joker, who do we leave? Show of hands for Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's okay. Nicholson and Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's the Joker. All right, there we go. Leto, anyone? 
Just Jason. All right. Uh, all right. We, we leave uh, we leave that. We got Cobra Commander. We got the Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja yes. Turtles. Oh, yeah. Which one? The cartoon, the cartoon or, the or the movies? Oh, well. And which Ninja movie series? Two. The original movie series or the new one? Okay. If, okay, the new ones the, I think exist. The We're original, gonna... the more original you can get with Ninja Turtles, the better you are. I'm going to go with the Ninja Turtles animated voice by Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Really? Really, what? really? Yes. Oh, wow. yeah. I, wasn't hmm. that I was I reading something the other day that, that. Uh, that Ninja Turtles never never used their... It was something about the cartoons. Yeah, they, they, were, they weren't allowed to use their weapons to, to hit anything else. Like, it was a weird thing. Because it was like, if you watch cartoons, you never see them hit, the, hit anybody with their weapons. There were so many restrictions when Ninja Turtles came out as a cartoon because people were so afraid that kids were going to imitate it and hurt other people. In England, they weren't even allowed to use the word ninja. Um, they, they called them Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Really <laughs> weird, but... Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Doesn't quite simmering. No, it really no. doesn't. But. Mama from Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Mama, Mama for Telly. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you have to throw that in just for... Ellen! 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 Get your mama sandwich! You don't have a cousin Patty. <laughs> we did a stage version of Throw Mama from the Train when I was in college, and I played Mama. A true, a true story. Marge, Marge from Pee Wee. Oh yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't a villain. She was a helpful no. person. She gave him a ride. The, the creepy little woman me. from Poltergeist. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Oh yeah, she was creepy. She wasn't a villain though. But she yes, was like, she was. They're gonna come and get you, honey. Chucky. Well, I just say Chucky. He's he scares kids today. Oh my goodness. Sid. Yeah, we really kind of we, we, we've stayed away from the horror. I'm trying movies. to stay There's away from the horror. Of, oh, yeah. yeah, if you go Freddy, Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael Myers, yeah. and all those kind of things. So. Freddy Jason. Jason. Freddy's here. Jason. Jason. Yeah. Sid. Uh, Sid. <laughs> 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 Toy Story. Jason swimming. <laughs> uh, Megatron. Um, Kylo Ren. Uh, Killmonger. From. Was Black a, Panther. That was a good, yeah, but but he was too likable. Yeah, like like you, you want when they show you the story, you're like, I get that, and yeah. I understand the character development, that but that it. takes the evil away from it. For and me. that's what I was talking about earlier with some of these characters. Gotcha. Yeah. You feel, and you that's feel the trend. Like, you almost understand, you understand why. I might not why they turn the way they turn. Like them. Dexter. Like Siler from Heroes. Siler. Remember Siler? Yes. Season one, you hated Siler. Okay, wait. Ben. From Lost, yeah, Ben Lyons. Yeah, he was he's a evil. great villain. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because so. he went, because he went Jimmy back and forth. He's, he's the Glass, yeah. Goose. But he's so awesome in um, uh, what's that sh- show that he's in now with, with uh, Jesus? Person of Interest. That show. Him they canceled that. Yeah, about uh, six yes. years ago. Ben and Jesus. Yes. Yep. And then wrapping up my list, we have Loki, Tom Hiddleston. I mean, if he's not on the list. You can't say Loki doesn't make the list. He, he, he's too likable. You didn't include Thanos? Uh, and then Thanos, Josh Brolin. Which he's pretty likable, too. He's a snappy dresser. Oh. oh snappy undresser. Listen. What? What? <laughs> Who was he? Nope. <laughs> Who played, uh, what was his name? I mean, he was a, a big B movie actor. In the Spider-Man movie, or, or not Spider-Man. Alvin Molina? William, William Dafoe. Dafoe. Well, no, it wasn't William Dafoe. Not Spider-Man. I'm, t- I'm thinking Iron Man. Uh, Mickey Rourke? No. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke is Whiplash. Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. I think it's pretty bad. You were no. pantomiming something that wasn't Whiplash. No, what? <laughs> no he was Doc Ock. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Ock. <Yeah. laughs> Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. His uh, villain. Obadiah Stane. That was yeah. yeah, I like yeah, that, that was a pretty good villain. Yeah, we for, have, for a comic book movie. We yeah. could just do MCU villains here, but it would it would be Loki or Thanos at the end of it. Nobody's voting for Red Skull or the, the Dark Elves. 
Nobody. <laughs> Nobody even knows who the Dark Elves are. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll refine this. Even I'll take your input. He had <laughs> yeah. Mama from Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have a lot of people looking up Throw Mama Three. It was a br- right. brilliant movie. I mean, wonderful. And they're gonna hate her so much. They're gonna be like. Okay, so I went yes. back and watched Throw Mama from the Train not terrible long ago, a few years ago. And of course, we all know Billy Crystal was in it, Danny DeVito was in it. Oh, she's the same. She's from Goonies. She's the mom from Goonies. The mom from yeah. Goonies. That's why I kept oh, saying Mama Fratelli. Uh, but uh, you know who his wife was? Billy Crystal's wife was Kate Mulgrew. Captain Janeway from Star Trek Voyager was his wife. Uh, okay, you're making absent faces at me. Okay, Star Trek Voyager, the fifth I, best I, Star I, Trek show. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, not a Trekkie. Uh, I, I think I pound to pound, pound to pound. I think I prefer Star Trek better than Star Wars. I think I think so. Uh, Plus that, they release movies. So, that brings so us up. Fun. You can check out our uh, when this is released. We'll have our final brackets up online. You can check it out at challenge.com. That's C H A L O N G E dot com backslash B T E four for the best thing ever. Or of course, you can find it on our website at nerdofgodcast.com. I uh, will take all of your comments and input into consideration. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we got a quick game if you guys have a second, and then we're going to get into the meat of our talk. Um, I know we've been here for what seems like seven hours now, but um, we're going to try this out. What I just want to do is if you could just take three cards and pass that down, if you don't mind, Jason. Each of us take three? Yeah, take three. Uh, we're going to give you a chance. You'll, you'll draw one of the three cards, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an accent. You're going to have to read the phrase that is on your card in the accent that I give you. Can we look at them? Uh, you can look at them when I tell you to. And, um, so I, can't so, do, no. I can't do accents. You can't. Well, well that's going to make it even more fun, fun for us. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. All right, so eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I wonder who is going to go. It's going to be Jason. You are up, my friend. All right, so draw one of your three cards at random. Don't say your quote out loud just yet, because I am going to give you a voice in which you must read it, and your card you must read as a surfer. Jason, go. Remember, honey, beauty comes from, like, within, but it's measured by Instagram likes. All right, you very good. You kind of sound like you were dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what most surfers sound like. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Lloyd, you're up. Surfer boy. Oh, we're all doing we're it. All yeah, we'll do surfer. Oh. Well, how, how, what's our basis of comparison if we're not all trying to do the same? <laughs> Little Miss Muffet, yeah, sat on a tuffet sipping her soy latte. <laughs> <laughs> I so much more prefer good. that accent than your normal one. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that one. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, Lindsay has been infinity gauntleted away, so we're moving right over to Rodney. (laughs) Do do you think Waldo washes his shirts with the whites or the reds? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's, he's sounding like a horse Barney. Like the dinosaur yeah. or oh, the deputy from me? I, I, I thought I literally saw a Barney shaped like a horse, though. No. Uh, I was like, how does that, what's the difference in the sound? It's a horse of a different color. Ah. Uh, and uh, Justin, you're up. <laughs> I just feel like everybody at the table so far is acting like they were constipated. <laughs> Uncle Rob said... Uh, 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 a pinky, a pinky swear when he slammed his hand in the car door. <laughs> That's your normal <laughs> voice. <laughs> that was your normal voice. You didn't change anything at all. I swear you didn't. change anything at all. I am a brilliant surfer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
didn't even realize you'd started. Yeah. <laughs> you even live near the water? <coughs> Always. There's lakes there. It's probably it's wild. A oh. lake land. It's just in me. Yeah. You can surf on those totally. All right. So, uh, totally point, yeah, point, yeah, point awarded to Lloyd. Lloyd it. gets the point for that one. Good it's job. It's my raspy voice. And, uh, one point to zero to zero to zero. Uh, Lindsay has 50 points for being smart enough to not be part of this game. And it uh, became everyone versus Lloyd. Everybody versus yes. Lloyd. <laughs> Jason, you're up. Pick another quote, and this time you are going to be doing it as Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've got. Nope, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do that. Does it look like Crocodile Dundee from this angle? Because it still says Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to suck so mad at this. This is Yeah, but you're still going to get the point by the time I'm done saying this. Because I'm basically. All right, come on, man. What you got? I've got trust fund taste in a thrift store budget. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't that do Schwarzenegger. That was such a short one, man. I wish I had that. Worst. There was no Schwarzenegger coming out of that. Nope. No. Worst Schwarzenegger so far. Not ever. Not ever. Give it time. Pull your card, sir. I. Talk. <laughs> we have to get more. Talk is cheap. I sound Scottish. Talk is cheap. He sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Schwarzenegger. Talk is cheap. <laughs> Emojis are cheaper. <laughs> you can never take my freedom. Oh, God. That's exactly what I was thinking. He didn't play in Braveheart. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Arnold McSchwartz. I don't think so. All right. Pastor Councilman. Oh, I really, no. See, now you guys have, now you guys have Scottish in my head. All right. I really need to know I learned an urban dictionary. Still sounds Scottish. Yeah. Still sounds constipated. So does, so does Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I got a cramp. I just listened to y'all. I, th- I, I found what y'all were missing from it. Get I to swear, the chopper. I, every time I did it in my head, I was like, I sound Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> You're up. I had played. A, <laughs> He's Romanian. I had a play date with a ninja. Now I sound like a, a, I'm Asian. <laughs> but I'm not sure if he showed up. That was way more Arnold. The that, last it, yeah, you that changed was. your voice. I'll give the point to Justin. Good job. And just like LL Cool J, don't call it a comeback, Lindsay rejoins the party. Everything okay? Yep. Right. Is that a little puke on your shirt? Everything come out all right? Mom's spaghetti. Oh. Good thing it's Tie-Dye Tuesday. Uh-huh. All right. The name of the game is Utter Nonsense. You have a phrase, and you'll have to say it in the accent that you want. So please pull one of your cards. And uh, you're going to read that phrase as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Audio <laughs> <laughs> video that's an audio podcast. Audio podcast. Pulled pork pizza. Discuss. <laughs> you sound <laughs> Russian. <laughs> still, sound, still sounded better than the Scots. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still going to give the point to Justin. I want to try one just because you guys are making it seem <laughs> way do harder. It, do it, do it. All right. We have one left. <clears throat> Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm allergic to gluten-free people. It is hard. Okay. It is. You see, you see, you it is, but it. he did that to show us that he was better. Was no, no, no. I just wanted to see if, it, like, it's hard. All right. And, and uh, it just goes to show the person before you sounded Russian, you sounded <laughs> Russian after that. You want to do what they do. It's weird. Duh, comrade. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll start with uh, Lloyd this time. Lloyd, you are up. Good night, Stephen. 
Uh, Lloyd, you are up. Um, I, I've, I've tried to deal out everybody another card, so you should all have two cards by now. I think that's a used one. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, new accent right here. <coughs> Tell me when to stop. You in a gallery? Stop. Right there. All right. So we have um, Australian. Oh. Lloyd, you're up, buddy. I'm going to sound Scottish. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I will... <laughs> I do not want you whip nor watch you nene. That was way Scottish. Hold on. Why'd you roll your R? <laughs> what, what is this? What is it in Australia? That was that was it. I stick right. with it. Stick it with it. Gosh dang it, I'm thinking Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> if he pulls Scottish, we're screwed. <laughs> That'll be the time we do I Yeah, everybody, everybody nails it. Yeah. Either I can't do this. <laughs> I can read it, thank you. <laughs> Trying to steer clear of your Scottish thing you got going on. Either Fido isn't housebroken, or we need to have a talk with Grandpa. That's not <laughs> remotely Australian. You, I, I, I give up. I got you the impression better that at than first, you really kind of like, you kind of laid in with it. Either Fido isn't, and it was like, and then you just yeah, bailed no. on it. <laughs> there it goes again. You do that on purpose. I'm so glad He's you did. This is why I'm not playing. No, no, no. Keep, keep doing it. Keep doing <laughs> right it. Right before I go, please. Was all... That was perfect. <laughs> See, I told you. All right. All right. Who left the milk out? Oh. Who? 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 All right. So far, we have a clear front runner. Who's it, Lindsay? Lloyd? No, Brock. He's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> Not bad. Better than mine. Not bad. No, that one That's was, nothing that to be embarrassed about. That, that phrase lended itself well. That was a solid well. silver. <laughs> I'll take silver. It's passing. Yeah. All right, Jason. Right. Silver. Abby males. More like crabby males, am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Why can wait, we do wait, it so wait. much better, he, sa- he sounded like, like, what's his name? Brian something from, from FX. The movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that Sting, Brian, uh, the dad Not Brian Dennehy, uh, the other no, one. No, is that, was that Brian Dennehy? The that no, the one that's actually Australian. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I always thought that was Brian Dennehy. Yeah, right okay. uh, <clears throat> All right, uh, Rodney Point for you. Whee! All right, everybody should have a couple cards. We'll pull two, the next phrase. Peanut Gallery, tell me when to stop. Right here. All right, now we are going for a thespian from the theater. A thespian. So act with vim, vigor, zest, and panache. <laughs> Lindsay, you're up. This is not fair My children are the best thing that have ever happened to me. And Amazon Prime. Fair enough. Riveting. Bravi. Okay. I brush after every meal. And floss after every Thanksgiving. Your accent was way better on that one. It wasn't asked for. It got like really Acting. sexy. It got sexy there at the end. Genius. <laughs> after every Thanksgiving. It's like I could feel the Very mashed sultry. potatoes on my fork. All right. <laughs> this means something. This means something. <laughs> that was too close of an encounter for me. Justin, you're up. Thespian. Please. You're completely different. 
You can't do it. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what comes after a millennial. But it can't be good. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. How Jason! Something. That's nothing a little robotussin won't fix. <laughs> Interesting I like, I accent almost, on almost, that syllable. I almost feel like you should be laying across the piano with a rose in your mouth, a long cigarette, and singing, singing. I'm getting <laughs> sick from that visual myself. <laughs> I am too. Lloyd. Thanks, Justin. Thespian us up. This is yours to lose. The actual thespian yeah, hold on. at the table. I, if you could see the card I'm looking at right now. <laughs> no, no, we'd like to We see want that. to live it. For real! What's the story with the birds and the bees? <laughs> <laughs> I think he went full Keanu on that. <laughs> I think that that Whoa. wasn't even on his card. He really wants to know. <laughs> Alright, so when a mommy thespian and a daddy thespian love each other very much. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Point goes to Rodney. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we have enough cards for uh, everyone to get one more. Who's take one down and pass around, please. All right, Peanut Gallery, one more time. Tell me to stop. All right, there. All right. And now I guess we start with Rodney. You are a cowboy. Target. Expect more. Pay less. Buy way more than you planned. <laughs> I felt like I was home on the range, all man. Right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> J2, you up. No, this is exactly the order we've been going in. We've just been starting. Yeah. Hey, we're, so we're recording this podcast, Justin. If you want to get in at any point. Oh, come on, cowboy. Ain't no party like a stolen from Pinterest party. Because <laughs> a stolen, stolen from, from Pinterest party don't, don't stop. <laughs> Jason. I couldn't repeat it myself. <sighs> the parrot wishes everyone would stop talking about his bow day. You sound oh, so intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, somebody says something. It's boom power. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, that bag on with Terry. The parrot parrot wants us to stop talking about his Bodhi. <laughs> Bodhi or Booty? Booty, the pirate. The pirate wishes everyone would stop talking about his Booty. Oh, I'm trying to figure out what a parrot and a Bodhi is. I ain't driving. I ain't driving. I'm not as thick as you drunk I am. You give me a key. Golf cart game. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Lloyd. Put a breath of ours. No That's LA, bro. LA. <clears throat> I had to get back to my roots here. <laughs> if you do it in a, in a Scottish accent, I'm gonna be really mad. Crap. That's what I hear, man. Now, there ain't no need to label my underwear. If they're lost. I ain't wanting them back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just found like the old prospector here. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, my underpants ain't where I hit me. <laughs> Keep a little bit of lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, my underpants aren't where they hit me. <laughs> You're probably with my pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Arnica. There's gold in their britches. There's gold in their britches. Look, you're on what? That's what I thought it was going to be Splash Oh, all right. Pretty good. Show okay. us your All right, Peanut Gallery, tell him when to stop. Wait, close it down. Lindsay <laughs> hadn't gone yet. Cowgirl, you're up. Stop. Why don't you go Pokemon Go somewhere else? Oh, that's pretty good. Not too bad. Pretty good. Not too bad, Prairie Dawn. Yeah, she, she uh, agree. <laughs> <Very dumb>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna have to give the edge on this one to Lloyd. He, he took it out of the box. Rodney, Lindsay, you guys did a great job, but Lloyd, you, Lloyd, we're not stole. from Kentucky. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> home field advantage. There. We are from Polk people. County. <laughs> All right, well, we are putting the audience to sleep tonight, but that's okay. It is like 1:30 in the morning. All right, here we go. Time to stop. Stop. All right there. All right. How many cards do you guys have left? One. one. Just one. Oh man, I feel like this is great, but I'm just gonna look to see if there's any that are like way better right now. Don't you look at So again. you're cheating. I'm not cheating. Would my I just looking wanna... actually stop your thumb? Alright, no, no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Alright, no, no. I'm gonna we're gonna go with the one that you actually actually drew. Uh, please read this one as a baby. <laughs> oh my god. That's not fair. She carries like six around with her all day. <laughs> In your last one, you obviously won awesome. by talking normal. Yeah, just... <laughs> 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 he said, I'm going to dig real deep into this character. Yeah. How deep did you like really Eminem and 8 Mile. We'll catch up with you on your next project. Yeah. All right, um, all right. so I guess we are starting on this one with uh, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. You are the baby. The baby du jour. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Because it says the word play game in it. <laughs> So bad, but everybody else has to do it. <laughs> I can't do it. It's it's so funny. I'm, I'm trying to think. Okay. <laughs> I had a play day with with a ninja, but but I'm I'm not sure if he showed up. I think you already did that Adam card. But <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a, it was a Jewish baby. Hello. I'm good. Yes, you know. I knew that. You can't smoke. Should have just went. Well, he was had a break with a ninja. All right, Jason, you up? Close it. Close it down. This is gonna. Yeah. Okay. Baby J. I'm not sure why barfing rainbows is a good thing, but okay. <laughs> He's just doing, this is going to be our ringtone. <laughs> that was awesome. I feel like I'm watching the worst episode of Rugrats ever. <laughs> Angelica. Little do we know. That was at, my inspiration. Little do we know he's at, a light, he's at an adult crib at his house, an adult diapers, an adult bottle. Very he's like, yes. <laughs> Baby Lloyd. Lloyd's not the only one that gets one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not that. I meant like <laughs> one that related to his real lifestyle. Does somebody call yeah. Lloyd have grown up diapers? Like, what's going on? Oh, that, yes. Yes. Are you <laughs> wearing Depends? Depends. It depends. Um, I to it. Um, I, I know. I, I, I know that looks aren't important. But you look terrible. That's all I got, guys. I'm sorry. That's perfect. Honestly. I don't, I don't talk to babies very it's so often. Funny, so funny. We should just all go the, home right most now. Most of the time they look at tanked. me. They just walk I off. Like I, I didn't. My baby voice in my head. I didn't like, say like, Elmo. <laughs> I not want to be Elmo. <laughs> Miss, Miss Lindsay. Pluto hasn't been the same since it got downgraded to a dwarf planet. Oh. Oh. 
I don't think I don't think it actually picked up on the mic. I want to strap you in a baby Bjorn and carry you around. You sound like good night, folks. Sound like baby Barbara Walters though, didn't it? Please. Oh, let's talk about your reality show. Okay, what do we got? See, now you're taking part of mine. It's sorry, quickie. I'm sorry. Is yours about Oprah? Quickie. quickie. <laughs> no. Oh. No, it was the W's. We we didn't have play dates. We had Wallace dates. And I'll imagine they Unrealistic, unrealistic. Babies could not read these cards. No, I was halfway thinking about if this was a baby, what are we doing? Ah! I know. I almost, I almost read mine like this. That's exactly what you would have heard. All right, I'm going to give the point to Lloyd, and I think that makes Lloyd our winner. Yay! Why? Which literally makes everyone against Lloyd, or Lloyd against everyone. See how the shoe's on the other foot right now? Yeah, but I don't like that Lloyd shoe. The mercy. creepy baby shoe? I don't like the shoe. Yeah. Terrible shoe. Santa baby shoe. Look at the rest of the car. Yeah, there's, there's so much better than... It's a terrible shoe. Okay, man. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Read your last card of Chewbacca. News anchor. Out of breath, man. Out of breath, man. That would have been my first one when I came running If you'd have tired, we could have all done that one easily. In a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. We're gonna make the last corner here. Is this the meat? This is kind of the meat. There's not really so spiritual to it, but there. This is where the meat would be. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of like that uh, that low country boil. There's there is technically meat in it, but you got to dig for it. Just explain to us again where the meat goes. <laughs> Ferris. Ferris. Are you okay? Ferris. Mouth. Don't speak. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. You just I can't kept. Right now. You just kept rolling with it, and I'm like, please, oh, I've got through that one. Oh, he did it again. <laughs> Don't. Not. It. Oh, he did. Okay. You joy. So proud of myself right now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So meat, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So is this where the meat goes in the podcast? (gasps) (sighs) Goes here. When you're a fat guy and you laugh so hard you get cramps, you get a little worried that you're having a heart attack, and that's not fun for anyone. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I need to catch my brother, call an ambulance. <sighs> okay. So, a, a little while ago, a couple days ago, I posted on my Facebook, which is the bastion of humanity. It's the, the common grounds for uh, exchanging ideas and civility. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the greatest rock song ever recorded? And it has, I wouldn't say ignited a fire, but definitely a bevy of widely varying opinions. And I thought that I would come to you, the Council of Elders, the uh, the experts on all things culturally bright and good, to get your opinion. Let's put this debate to rest right now. Let's have a conversation about the greatest rock song all the time, what it needs to qualify to be the greatest rock song, and what it needs to stand out from the crowd. Yeah, that's before we give the song, what does it mean to be the greatest? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's define okay. what it is so that we can 
right. finally decide who it is. Well, I, I think I think by my song that I'm going to give, I'm going to go exactly opposite of what Lloyd wants <laughs> because mine is all encompassing, and when you hear it, you'll know. Song first, justification later. Yes, Gaither vocal band. I can. <laughs> I would do anything for love. I won't do that. But seriously, that song is epic. It is dramatic. It has the the guitars. It has seriously best. Song. It, it it is an amazing I, and. and I didn't think about this when you first uh, posted that on on all the the social medias, but uh, thinking about it here, um, it just really em- encompasses what a rock song is. And Meatloaf is excellent, and I didn't lose any respect for him when he turned out to be the Spice Girls bus driver. <laughs> he was the Spice Girls bus driver in the movie Spice World. Am I the only one who saw Spice World here? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Well, if That's you didn't lose not. respect for him then, then you <laughs> must not have watched. Like Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> oh no, I did not. <laughs> but even the, even the music video from that was yeah. was awesome. Oh, I could do any. I would do anything for the, the whole. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that album was not. It was actually a pretty bad good. Bad album. Yeah. Yeah. Was, really it, was it one or two? I think it was two. Wasn't it two? So there was definitely some flying creature emerging from Gehenna. When we saw your post, we were. I was on a bus coming down to the camp, and there there was about twenty of us on the bus. Sure. We were all, and so I went ahead and asked everyone on the bus, and I even posted this. It started a. A philosophical debate about what is rock and all right. this other stuff, and so we heard all. And this was from the younger generation. All the songs that they heard, and it was so interesting. Is one they did not name a single song that's come out since the nineties. Okay, not not in one. their lifetime. Yeah, and so like the I think the closest one, and it did not obviously did not come out when they were. But the closest one was um, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Somebody okay. threw out there. 91. Yeah, something. but that was that, it. But we heard everything from um, Sweet Child of Mine. Right. We heard everything from November Rain. Uh, we ho- we heard um, um, Wanted Dead or Alive. We heard uh, Back in Black. Um, I mean, just the what was so interesting was these 15, 16-year-old kids, they're listing the songs that when we were kids, so it started. This is what started this thought. Hit listening to the songs that when we were kids, we weren't allowed to listen. We to. We weren't allowed to listen. <laughs> well, to. but a, but a lot of those songs that you just mentioned are played at baseball stadiums and sure, football yeah. stadiums and and their own football and baseball stadiums at schools. And, yeah, and you can so buy the T-shirts at Walmart. You know, right. like kids wear an ACDC T-shirt or a Jimi Hendrix T-shirt. They don't even know who or what it is. In but. live concerts, I noticed this too. I've been to several Bon Jovi concerts, and in their family concert. I mean, seriously, parents have like their little bitty kids with them. You know, so it's it's they're not like they were back back then. It's not like I went to a Survivor Sticks Ario Speedwagon concert. I've never seen so many denim vests in my life. Moving on, and Ray Kilgore. So what? they actually had a Jer- they actually had a Geritol booth there. <laughs> Uh, so what what qualifies then as as rock? I mean, because you say Jason, you said grunge is not rock, but why? Well, it's, it's a subgenre. So it's yeah. a subgenre. Yeah, yeah someone called straight up rock. If you're talking about straight up rock. I wouldn't go. But, but is there a straight up rock anymore? I mean, how far back? Anymore? Do you have no, no, because you've got then, like yes. hair metal or party rock. Yeah, or I mean, what do you for okay, rock? What, what purple, do you have? You have to go back to Elvis be? and Chuck Berry. Purple Rain is. Uh, I don't Prince. think it's. Yeah, it's Prince, dude. That's a genre-defying... All the same instruments and the same... I mean, it'd be like saying that Jimi Hendrix was a rock. <clears throat> or Elvis Presley. Or Elvis, Elvis oh, Presley. Because that's more... Okay. Because like, Prince you know, was like... I mean, he's played the electric Rhythm and guitar, blues, you know? One of the kids style. on the bus said this. They and She said that in order for it to be considered rock, like an actual straight rock song, it has to be something... And this is a that, 15-year-old. Yes, that she could have heard a thousand times... And if it plays on the radio, she's or, or on, it comes on something, she's not going to change it. She's going to 
bobberhead, head, you know, headbang, whatever like that. And it, it never loses that, oh, I'm done with this song, and that kind of thing. And that's how she played it. So it start with her little explanation, we went into all these different songs. Um, it was interesting, like, Don't Stop Believing didn't make the cut. They were all like, oh, yeah, no, that's not good enough. And, like, they just went through all these things. I don't close my eyes. Yeah, didn't make the cut. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> But I think I think we can disqualify a lot of songs. But how do you establish what is rock or what is good rock? Because you you do you have grunge, you have hair metal, you have uh, I mean progressive rock. I mean where can you put Dream Theater uh, on the same page yes. that, that you put? I mean Dream Theater is a, so good. Yeah, but you you can't. How do you put them on the same page? Do you as count you like put Freebird Abba. and all that stuff? Is that rock? I know southern, it's southern rock, rock yes. but yeah, so, so it, I, it falls into a subgenre. I mean, I think it that has you can to have some sort of amplified guitar. You okay? A- amplified guitar, yeah. So it, it can't be an acoustic guitar. At rock it can. Song. It can be amplified acoustic. <coughs> okay, so like, what were we talking? Like, not a, not bluegrass or like? <laughs> no, bluegrass would not qualify. So, but I think that you can create large. Like, 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 almost like you create continents. I mean, definitely North America has different flavors between Canada and Mexico, uh, with us in between, but it still kind of fits into the same thing. So I think you, you rock or rap hip hop or country and western, you create or the country broadest. country hip hop, no. That's, country and rap is crap. crap. <laughs> yeah, so, but I think you, if you create a broad spectrum of what rock is, so what do you need then to make a great rock song? Does it have to be catchy and replayable? Do you look for the technicality of like the instrumentation on this is immaculate or the lyrics are great? Because if you're doing that, you can disqualify I Can Do Anything For Love because I have no idea what that song's about. I just know what he won't do. No, actually, that's the only thing that you don't know. What is that? That. I know he won't do that. Right. I I think it's... I don't think you can do the whole intricacy of the instrumentation and everything. I think that's part of the rock. Feel. Probably even if you go with Elvis Presley and all that, it, it's just got this rebellious sure. feel to it. So it, it cannot be, this is the structure of it. So if you've got somebody that's just like, uh, for example, um, who did Africa? Um, Toto. Toto. One of the okay. greatest bands of all time. Right. Well, they were all, they were, studio every band. one of them were studio yeah. band members. Oh, and yeah. that's they did they most of Michael so, Jackson's Thriller. But because of it, every all their songs <coughs> are very... Well, that that, that that adds actually to what I was going to say. I think that most of the, the greatest songs were s- songs even like back in the '60s and yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe even further back, but songs that had to do with the times that that, that brought people through. Like even the, a lot of the rhythm and blues songs were songs from life, hardship, and what yeah. they were going through, and it meant something to them back back then. And I think that even now, when you find a song where someone sings from their what's going on in their life you find out that somebody had went through drug rehab or they had had somebody that passed away in their family those songs mean something different and it becomes and it becomes personal yeah. to you because the the artist is is personal like even songs like hotel california and all, i mean you find out the backstory of those so i guess you can almost say that unless a song can be played backwards and still have words to it <laughs> <laughs> like judas kiss by petra right. yes yeah uh uh-huh. Anyway, uh, well, I have a list here from the internet from a website called PlanetRock.com of the top ten voted, no looking, no looky-loos, top ten voted rock songs of all time. And I just want to see how many of these you might be able to get if you can guess. So anybody want to take a crack at what they think the number one song? See, a little, little Family Feud style. Who do you think that gets when was the, the, poll the highest you know? up there? Um, I will tell you this. I don't believe there's any songs on here that were recorded in the past 30 years. Okay. Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven, number one. Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Agree, disagree? I mean, is it valid? 
it it works. I I see why it's on. I don't know if I would call it my number one, but yeah. I don't. I hear it and think, oh yeah, that makes sense. What well, makes sense? Yeah. It makes sense because of, because of uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, right? yeah. doesn't it? Bill and Ted. No, no, no. no. Wayne's World. No stairway. No stairway. Denied. Okay, well, while we're on Wayne's World, Bohemian Rhapsody number two. Yeah. Excellent, excellent song compositionally. I mean, weird song. I mean, Amazing so song. he just killed a man, Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Will you do the Fandango? Uh, what else we got? Well, go, I don't know that it's number ten. one, but I keep thinking. No, no, not. number one is, uh, is Stairway. Number two is Bohemian Rhapsody. What about Welcome to the Jungle? You know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. Not in the top ten, according to planetrock.com. Let's see how far. This is the definitive list of. I mean, this is, is their the, definitive list. I'm, it is the. This is pour the. Pour some list. sugar on me. <laughs> back in Guns black. Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the Jungle is at thirty nine. Back in black. Back in black. I'm just gonna check. It's uh, it's not in the top ten. Really? Man, I wrote to guess that. One. I'd be able to find it if I could spell black right. Uh, P L A C K. Oh, that's it. Got it. And there's no um, de- there's no, no Def Leppard there. No, not in the top ten. What crazy trick. Wow. Uh, I don't know that I agreed necessarily. Crazy Train. Yeah. No Ozzy on the top ten list. Wow. Wow. So. Joel Doozy. Nay, nay. Any other guesses, real quick? What's what's in the top ten? I'll go down the list here. Lead us a little. Summer of '69. Uh, Summer of '69. No Brian Adams on the top ten. <laughs> Jailhouse Rock. Unfortunately, we we'll go number ten. The Who won't get fooled again. Uh, number nine. Led Zeppelin. Whole lot of love. There's a lot of Led Zeppelin on here. Uh, which I don't know that I agree with. I think Led Zeppelin's good, but they're not. They're, they they tend to, to touch the the bottom of the overrated uh, boat to me. Um, free, all right now. Which I always remember from. Is this the, based on a poll? The Freedom the Rock, yes, yeah, compilation poll- album. Is this based on a poll? So that many done, of those or? songs, I only know the one. The, line. the one clip, because yeah. it was all right I know the song, now. It was but like I know the title. Love is an always on time. Rainbow by Stargazer, which I, I don't even, uh, I don't even know. I think that was was that um, Roddy James Dio. Um. Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Google a new list. Google a new list. Uh, we'll go down there. Uh, Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb, Deep the Purple. The Wall. Why is the Wall not on there? The Wall. It's from the Wall album. Well, well uh, what's another brick in the another wall? Another brick in the Wall. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. Yeah. yeah. Free Bird by Leonard Skinner. The okay. Bohemian Rhapsody and Stairway. Um, what, what makes it on your list? Uh, according to Google, we got Stairway to Heaven, Bohemian Rhapsody, Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. Uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah, I don't. Uh. Uh, Cashmere smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Sweet Child of Mine, uh, which uh, to me Guns N' Roses needs to be on that list. But Sweet Child of Mine, if you're looking at musical complexity, that wasn't even like a real song. He was just doing scales. Yeah. And Axel's like, it sounds good. Let's do that. Well, you know how uh, it, it's is it that one at the end where he's where do we go now? Yeah. Where do we? That was him improv. not knowing. Yeah, <laughs> where we go. They were they were in there they were in the studio and he was just going and they were like kept they kept rolling. He's like, where do we go now? And they said, just go, just keep, just just keep going, with it. run with it. He was actually asking where do we go now? That is, there's some songs that when they come on when you're driving down the road, all of a sudden your driving style completely changes. Yeah. yeah. That's one for me. When, when Rosanna by Toto comes on, I become a drummer. <laughs> right? Yeah. I do love some some Toto. And and you know what really reinvigorated that? Do you guys ever watch Scrubs? 
There was an episode of Scrubs where they did the the Wizard of Oz kind of lightly themed yes. episode, yes. and it starts out with him listening to Africa in the bathtub eating uh, Elliot's mango body butter, <clears throat> and then at the end of the episode, it's like, "Come on, Toto, let's go home." Go, <laughs> the wow, air band the- with more than a feeling. More than a feeling. Okay. Most people jump on like, "Don't stop believing" and all that stuff, but the Journey's "Worlds Apart." Oh yeah. Has one of the best rock intros. Don't stop believing, guys. I- well, yeah, I, yeah, but that. That riff, man, that electric riff on World Apart is amazing. I can't have a top ten without some Aerosmith. Aerosmith. I just love Aerosmith. Like, dream Aerosmith on. Dream on all day long. Walk This Way would be the highest rated Aerosmith song, which I think Dream On is a better song than Walk This Way. Um, was this was this was this written by John Paul Jones or any of the other <laughs> members of Led Zeppelin? Of Led Zeppelin? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Jimmy, this is what Google no. comes up with. Um, <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Oh, okay. I can see why it's on the list. Yeah, Joe welcome. brought this up. Because he was iconic, miming it. Not. We will rock you by Queen. Not not on the list that I see here, but another I, yeah, one by definitely. for that. For me, there's no, a lot of, yeah, there's, there's a lot of Queen. Well, well see, and Queen so fits into like wouldn't Queen fit into what you would call arena rock? Glam rock, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dream On, Hey Jude by The Beatles. Yeah. Uh, Great Balls of Fire. No, Free Bird by yes. Leonard Skinner. So nothing by Elvis. I'm, I'm on the first page. Uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC. Uh, Walk This Way, Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. Baba O'Reilly by The Who. Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple. Born to be Wild, Steppenwolf. Yes. Um, I yes. don't like this band, but I like this song, Tom Sawyer by Rush. Yes. Uh, just because I can't stand Getty Lee's voice. Uh, November Rain, Guns N' Roses, another yeah. Breaking the Wall. Bob Dylan. No. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. See, that's I love so November Rain. Yeah, I do yeah. too. Uh, Comfortably Numb, Pink Floyd, Yesterday the Beatles, You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC, Paradise City, Guns N' Roses, and Sympathy for the Devil. Piano Man. Yeah. No. Yesterday, <laughs> see, yesterday should not be anywhere near that because there's no rock, amplified guitar. Well, well no, and it's it's more it's than not that. Rock, rock is more. is rhythm driven, not melodic. I mean, it can be melodic, but it's rhythm driven. Like, and yesterday, yesterday is yesterday. Is, yeah. Uh, yes, not quite the boys to men's version. That boys to men's version is smooth. Though. I mean, it's, it's not the original, but it's, it is smooth, it's, it's man. Smooth. Uh, <laughs> they got music. Yeah. That's Youth Camp 1995 <laughs> <laughs> music. Only one song on this list that I can see from the 2000s it's Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes it's a pretty solid song um, let's no go Nickelback <laughs> surprisingly um, I'm going to look at real quick at the comments that were left on my Facebook and give a shout out to some so of uh, my pe- people there. Bohemian Rhapsody uh, Rodney Cannon with or without you was that a, a serious answer yeah oh. U2 is one of the greatest oh, rock bands ever U2. I love you. and that's my primo of theirs we're still yeah. guessing no, no, I'm just going down, going down my Facebook list here. Uh, who commented, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. The who uh, commented? <laughs> uh, um, Lloyd Smith, this has led to a deep philosophical inter-debate as to what defines rock. I uh, heard that one. Bohemian Rhapsody, Stairway, Thunderstruck. War Pigs. Dragons. And War Pigs, whoever, <laughs> Tyler Kingsbury is wrong. War Pigs does not belong on this list. Uh, Don't Look Back, Boston. I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, no. Oh, don't look back. Oh, it's don't look back by Boston. Yeah, I just said Mike you say Nelson. Gravy train. Gravy train. Gravy train. Roll off the rails. Bacon, 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 bacon. It's bacon. What is happening? right and we now? We really just went off the rails. Yeah. It, it just it's crossed two in the morning. Yeah, it just uh, fell apart, guys. Uh, Stairway to Heaven. Um, 
Dustin Dustin Alexander maintains that the best song of all time is uh, Rosanna. <laughs> Rosanna by Toto. <laughs> Uh, Milton Pate threw in a Jesus Freak. Dead Cat! (laughs) Best rock song and game and video is Dead Cat. Of all time. time. That one really will throw you off the rails. Stand Up and Shout by Steel Dragon. I have an animated GIF here of Nickelback showing me a photograph. Look at this photograph! Look at this graph! <laughs> uh, you know, I'm surprised, and I don't know if they're, they're genre locked here where they can't be a part of this, but Red Hot Chili Peppers is a pretty solid band, and they have been for a very long time. Blood Sugar Babies. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't see Take On Me. I don't know that they're... Uh, no, that's pop. pop. It's pop that is Euro pop. It's Living on a prayer by Bon Jovi, which I say is a solid answer. That's good. Slippery When Wet was a solid rock album. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Stairway to Heaven, Hotel California, More Than a Feeling by Boston, Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf, Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. Jacob Pretty brought that one is Uh, Lonely Is the Night. That close. American Pie. Oh, okay. I'll give American Pie. It's 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 a borderline folk, but yeah. A very uh, inappropriate movie. Lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this one time at youth camp. We- <laughs> what happened? Uh, lots of times at youth camp. One lady, and God bless her. I mean, I, it, what happened at youth camp? We were we played we did this podcast, and uh, it was not vegetarian friendly. Um, we have. Uh, Neither was your comments earlier. No, <laughs> this uh, one lady, bless her heart. Her answer was. Um, this Fragile Breath by Todd Agnew. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Bless. You speak with thunder. Who's Todd Agnew? <laughs> <laughs> CCM. He's a Christian artist. Oh, uh, they don't make the cut. He, 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 sing, <laughs> he sings. If you're, if you're, if you're, uh, God gave rock and roll. <laughs> to you. Kiss or Petra? Striper. Striper, Striper yeah. Bro, Striper bro. and early Petra. Um, That's it. Have you guys heard? Striper did, did a new. They're on tour right now. You guys, really? yeah, they're like With they're the Gaithers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I, I please forgive me if I if I no offense and fast forward 15 seconds, but their new tour is called God <laughs> Evil. No way. Yeah, as in saying God, comma, damn evil. Commas so are very important. No Commas are so important. Commas changing. Are you and That's why it's important? To and no people grammar. are people are like offended because I, I wonder mean, why. Like, like, what? yeah, because to hell with the devil was. You know, I mean, it's incendiary, but you know, everybody who I know that loves Striper is so far from being a Christian. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they love we Striper. Played, we played a stri- we had a Striper song at our wedding. Really? There and is a wedding. Look up Christian Striper stuff. wedding songs. <laughs> <laughs> what did he said? No, you said everyone I know that likes Striper is, <laughs> is like, away from a Christian. Yeah, yeah, we had one at I our like wedding. Striper. <laughs> and. <laughs> Now, what I'm, I'm upset yeah, about is that at this point, nobody has yet... Can you hand me one of Khaleesi's Dragon Eggs, please? <laughs> <laughs> nobody has mentioned a Van Halen song. Eddie Van Halen is, like, the greatest rock guitarist. Jump sure. was was great. The whole 1984 album was Yeah, great. Too Hot, uh, hot, hot for, for Teacher. Too Hot for... Too Hot. <laughs> too Hot for Teacher. Straight to VHS. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Simple Man, the Shinedown cover, Black Dog Zeppelin... 
Um, simple Jack. In the end, by simple Lincoln Man Park. Simple Man by Shinedown. Shinedown. Yeah. I guess more Simple than, Man is more like than the Leonard, Leonard Skinner. Listen. Oh, uh, somebody put "We Built This City." By no, Star- that is consistently <laughs> rated as the worst rock song in history. Uh, don't fear the Reaper. Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, only because Will Ferrell and Christopher Walken. Enter, <laughs> Enter Sandman. That's that's not bad. It's uh, good, but I don't know. I would still call that maybe more heavy. Now listen, Metallica has a Metallica has a cover of "Turn the Page." Yeah, that is phenomenal. Better than Bob Seger. Okay, so then. Oh yeah, Sister Christian. That song's always creepy. I picture a little Asian guy lighting firecrackers every time I hear that song. Why? No, no, explain why. Because of a movie that I watched. Oh, you can explain uh, why later. Like, okay. When we're not recording, we won't have to. So, so let's shift. Let's shift the, the discussion here. I know. Stuff. Did you have a, one you were going to throw in? Well, no, I was just going to say for me that would be one of the one of the stipulations for it being a great song is I want to be able to just belt Rock out, out when I sing it. Yeah. When I, I think it, it, has it takes you to I a moment. I need to sing along. Yeah. And yeah, I think it has it to fit different scenarios too. Like it, you, it has to be something that like we can play in this version. Like if it's in a movie, you can play it in this scene with something going on and it fits. You can play it in a scene with a completely different situation, and it fits as well. I think that. So the universality of yes. the song. So let's let's shift because, uh, of course, being a Christian podcast is universality not a word. <laughs> it is now here on the Nerd of Godcast. But Throw your lexicons out the window; they're not needed here. But we're church of God. Yes. So we we literally like speaking in other tongues is sort of our deal. So <laughs> just made up a word, interpret it, pray for the gift. Um, we well, have. Yeah, I say. Um, okay, so so being a Christian podcast, let's shift the gears on this thing and talk about the greatest Christian rock song of all time. Like I know that like sometimes it's hard. Like we we would be, it, it's a little laughable to say these bands are so great. And you know there's there's this terrible stereotype, but it may be realistic that you can always recognize a Christian song when you hear it just because it sounds like. If we're putting that stipulation on it, Jesus Milton's freak. not wrong. Jesus yeah, it's got to be Jesus Freak. Jam. Jesus Freak <laughs> changed everything. Well, because it was P-O-D it was everything. the the P-O-D was great. It was the Smells Like Teen Spirit of CCM. Sure, like six years after, but it still did did that. The first time I ever heard Pod was on the Howard Stern show. There was some kind of deal where he had a, a, a deal with their manager that he owed him a favor, and he brought him on the show and interviewed him. And his whole deal, you know, Howard Stern being crude, he's like, "Oh, you guys, good-looking guys, you look like rock stars. I bet you, get, you know, you got you're up to here with you know ladies, you know, throwing themselves at you. You probably get." And they they were like, "Man, we're Christian. We're Christians. That's not our deal. You know, we're." We, we're not into that. Like their their testimony came out in a very nice, organic, respectful way on the Howard Stern show, which was strange. He didn't um, go to commercial. No, no, no. He was very respectful. But um, but when I heard their music, I said, "Wow, this music is actually good quality." Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to say actually good quality for Christian music, but let's be real. But the reality is, uh, today there's amazing Christian songs. Back then, it wasn't. Oh I mean, no, we didn't. We had a very against. short thing. You know. Um, well, the popular Christian music these days is not Christian rock. It's, oh no, it's, it's rap. It's, it, no, no, it's well that too, but it's it's more Christian worship. Like worship, music. yeah. yeah. And they're, yeah. They, I mean, they play it. They like they have. The, now you'll see them. Sounds like cool. Hillsong was on. What was that morning? The morning show on. Um, Good Morning America. Today's show. Today show. I think it may have been. It may have been Good Morning, Good morning America. They, they did them on there playing Oceans. I think is what it was. Give me a gallery, 
So do you do you think then that worship as a genre is a negative term for Christian music because people then consume it in a sort of a, as they would like a jukebox song instead of something that they're entering into worship? Like during a worship service when someone plays a, I'm going to use the air quotes here, a top 40 worship song, do you think people react in a little bit more of a fleshly way than a spiritual way? Like this is my favorite song. Like this so is I'll my worship, jam. I'll worship more to it. Yeah. I, I mean, think so, but I think that they would do that no matter what. In fact, older folks will do this. If you don't play a hymn, they won't necessarily worship as much. You play a hymn, bro, they get into it. Yeah, it's the I same thought way, I saw no him on the hills the other day and everybody loses their junk, right? It's a fleshly thing so much as it's what song. we're familiar it's exactly. with and so you can kind of lose yourself in it more when you know it. And it goes back way back to what I said earlier about rock music. It was played at a time when it takes, it you, to the place. takes you to that place. So, To that secret place? Now, I'm going to throw a song out here that is mine, but it goes to what Justin was saying. It's just something for me. Mm-hmm. Well, off of Third Day's first album, yes. they had a song called Consuming Fire. Yes. And that was one. Uh, yes. That is today. We play that song. If that would play today, you would see me up front doing the air guitar and everything. It just it takes me back to youth group when I was a teenager, <laughs> rocking it out. Well, you, got, listen, you got Switchfoot, Skillet. Yeah. You got, what was that song you showed me? Gary the Moon? On my way, on my way to youth camp last week, uh, a Hootie and the Blowfish song came on the radio, yeah, and it compelled me to play Third Day's first album, yeah, <laughs> because that was sort of the vibe back in the. I had a, a roommate in college, and he worked at a Christian bookstore, and they actually had a chart of if people come in and they say they like this secular artist, oh, this yeah. is the Christian artist to recommend. Like every secular artist that was popular had an analog, and it was do you like do they like Hootie and the Blowfish? Then recommend Third Day, and that was what it was. Uh, but man, as it I listened to that, like when you I listened to that album, and that was what twenty yeah. years ago. And you know what's crazy? That, that, that original album was a lot rockier and a lot oh, yeah. edgier. You know, they they kind of mellowed out because they're like forty and fifty now. But I mean, like at first, man, they were really edgy yeah. on that stuff. And so that song's a big deal um, to me. But it goes to what Justin said. I think, and even with the worship as a genre, I think it has saved youth ministry. Mm. Because when we were teenagers, you never heard the worship songs on the radio. You always heard, I, you know, that I, I think baby, when, baby, I, when, you know when I was a teenager, Sonic Flood. That's yes. what I was just say. Yeah. That changed everything. Yes. For Plum? Yeah. Yes. You heard Plum? Yeah, yeah. Was, that was, a, was that a worship band? And they only did she was a, she was a Christian song. artist that sang. They, people say, people say, don't you remember when these talks. bands would but, do worship albums? Like, remember yeah. when Third Day would all of a sudden just they did a worship album? Third Day's Offerings album is still one of my favorite yeah. worship albums. But you were talking about, you were talking about if you like this artist, you like it. Reminded me, completely reminded me of like one, one of my aunts that sold like Avon. If you like Eternity, you'll love. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> but forever, but you know, there was one. If I'm not mistaken, I hope I'm not making this up. But they actually had as the secular artist on there. If they like Amy Grant. And recommend Kathy Tricoli or whatever. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I remember that. Uh, I thought Amy, Amy Grant. That was where he worked. <laughs> Amy Grant. Amy Grant was a Christian. Is she not? Okay. And it, it, you know what happened to her? You know what happened to her? Point. What happened to her was one <coughs> article where she Back gave an interview where she said, "Sometimes if if I like if if I want to go to my living room and have a beer and smoke a cigar, that's what I, that's what I'll do. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. After Christian, that, Christian's she was not her. Christian anymore. Uh. So, this is funny. My grandmother would not allow me to listen to Petra. She was convinced 
that was not godly music. Huh. There was, you know, that, I mean, it was not like allowed was in the house. Sort of it was not power. coming that like. Was, that was my preteen angst. I would go in and put put in the uh, Beyond Belief cassette <laughs> yeah. and crank Underground yeah. when oh, I was yeah. mad at my parents. I will go Underground! Yeah. Like, it was so odd Mom to me that I was, I was sneaking in Christian music. Yeah. Like, in my house. Yes. And, like, we were at church every Sunday morning. Is that Sunday, for him you're listening to it, there? And we no, I mean, I'd have to play, I'd have to play like a Michael Dude, W. Smith album. That was my favorite Petra album. I got saved Cranky at a Petra friends. concert. Yeah. That was where I gave my heart to Jesus <laughs> at a Petra concert. I am not too proud to say I got saved to Carmen. Rock and roll of any kind. And Petra, at the time, Petra was very good. They were they were yeah. quality bands. They were my first CD of them was I love the, my first. I got saved in the Beyond Belief tour, and I went home with the Beyond Belief cassette and the This Means War cassette, and that was metal. That was metal. I went to high school with Greg X Volz's daughter. He was the original lead singer for Petra, and she was not a Christian. You went to high school with Ray Volz? Greg X Volz's daughter. <laughs> I know. I just watch, watch, the, watch, watch the link. Uh, Joey Fatone? <laughs> yes, that's the one. Despacito. Uh, okay, the album that changed it for me, the Christian album that I, that like, it was a crossover, they were playing it on secular radio, and I thought, this is so high quality, this changes everything. Was Sixpence. No, Jars of Clay. The Flood. The first Jars of Clay album, still yeah, to me, is one of the best Christian albums of all time. Jars of Clay is excellent. I remember when Kurt Franklin came out. New Nation Project? Yeah, he had a song, and it wasn't Stomp, it was another song off that album, but it was like a slow, uh, kind of like worship song, and I remember... Our choir in high school. Oh, was that the it. one where the people were singing, but he was talking over yeah, top of it? And like, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I really started to go with you, and I was like, "Oh wait, I get it." I can't remember the name of the song, but I just remember our choir first singing it. Project was was. Someone asked the question, "Why do we sing? And we lift our hands to Jesus. What do we?" But the one I'm thinking of is like you. You don't have. That's oh yeah, that's is. my life is in your hands. No, yeah. the same one? no, no. 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 no, no, no I just realized not. how much those songs. Are. <laughs> 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 yeah. and so, you don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah. don't you be don't afraid. afraid. Joy cometh in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but I remember our choir singing it, and I'm like, and of course, you know, Lexington, or we're in Kentucky, so we only had like a, a very small group of minorities in our group. And of course, they picked the that's one the like. Black kid in our choir to you need to be the one to get up and talk. All right, this is your solo token. Yeah, was Lando? I don't know. Yeah, what yeah. Progressive for Kentucky in the nineties. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. So I can say it. I want I want people to hear Christian music and godly music and be able to enjoy it. I get embarrassed when I turn on Christian radio station. I think it was Michael Gunger, uh, who I don't even know does Christian music anymore, but he but he said he always hated when people would say you're so creative uh, musically, like you do such creative things for a Christian artist, because he didn't know why those two things needed to be mutually exclusive, why uh, you had to do this and this and this, and it's true. People have said, and there's been jokes and. Uh, video spoofs about it online about you want to make a Christian album there is a formula to follow and it is kind of like your recipe for success and uh, it seems like Christian music is formulaic it seems like they don't I, and I don't understand why because you can slap Jesus on it that it, it's okay to release an inferior product I mean I guess the same thing could be said about uh, Christian movies or, right. or maybe even to some degree like Christian fiction books right um, are you shaking your head now? Christian fiction books There's are wonderful. Christian fiction. Books. No, I'm just. But but a lot. But a lot I totally of agree with a lot of them. Movies. A lot of them are they, they're passable and they're not as good. They would not be marketable in the secular market. I'm not saying that there's not good, but 
you know, there's a lot of this okay, generation okay to poor. Yeah. No, Do you like Ted Decker? Ted Decker and Francine Rivers are amazing. Yeah. I love Ted Decker. This generation, like, they're, they're really getting into the, if it's real, real and emotional, like, it, the formulaic part of Christian music is real, is there. But, like, I'll never forget being at uh, Rock the Universe a couple years ago, and they had Toby Mac up at the main uh, stage. And on the uh, the secondary stage, the much smaller stage, was um, the rapper, um, no, uh, NF, NF. Yeah, yeah. And they were going on at the same time. And you could tell Rock the Universe planned for everybody to be over at Toby Mac, and they started at the same time. And about halfway through that thing, Toby Mac had a crowd, but they had NF just about shut down that whole oh, yeah. end. And it's because I just remember watching me like, I don't even know who this dude is, but he is a star. And like, I'm not and, a rap guy, but I mean, he is a he's star. He's on secular radio. Now. Yeah. And so, like, you see these people like Skillet and NF, and they've, they've gotten to the place where now where they are Christians they're, and they're Christian music, but they're not defined by it. Sure. And I think that the, this generation coming up, they love that. Lecrae, NF, Skillet, if they don't have to be defined by this label, well, and there's more, there's up. more freedom for them to be creative without following that formula. Yeah. that's that is about four to five years behind mainstream music. I mean, we, we I mentioned it earlier, but it, it, it was still absolutely true. Um, Jesus Freak was a reboot of Smells Like Teen Spirit. It, yeah. it was the same song, but it, it and, and that era was was prime for that. It was just like that. You can go back though to the 70s, and, and it's you know, my little childhood. I can remember this group called the Imperials that most of your listeners have never heard of. I have but Imperials they got, vinyl albums. Yeah, I do too. What's up? They have, they had, they changed producers for this one project, and that that was the, kind of their contemporary coming out party. And they had um, uh, a song that sounded. It was um, uh, "I'm Forgiven," and Russ Taff sang sang the lead on that one, and. Uh, uh, it was it was a straight up ripoff of September by um, uh, Earth Wind and Fire. Huh. And, you know, the whole intro was the same. Like six seven years later. Well, but that's that's nothing new. A lot of Christian songs. There was a time, it, probably about ten years ago, where so many worship songs you could just immediately switch the lyrics to a U two song, and it was the same. Musically, it was the same. Oh, we like, did. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I am free was yeah. where the streets have no name. You know. <laughs> Uh, Blessed be without you. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly yes. exactly yes. it. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and you give and take away. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm and you, you give. I'm not lying. We did that all the time. We did. There's there's so many different things that we can look at in Christian music, and the conversation, the time tonight won't allow us to to go into all of the aspects of it. But what is uh, what what to you is the the one piece of Christian music that has been the most defining. You. I had I had a book that was the most the, the best it was the hundred best Christian songs of all time and it was hilarious because that book was I think written in the late nineties so it's a great time capsule to awful music uh, the number one the number one Christian song of all time uh, contemporary Christian song Christian rock song whatever it was in that book anybody want to take a guess at what it was The Great Adventure by Stephen Curtis Shaman no it was not. Uh. But that's a great song. Should have been. That's a great song. Man. That epic intro. The, the, the I'm going to sh- share a link in the show notes to my uh, extreme '90s playlist on Spotify, which is all my favorite Christian music from when I was a teenager. It is immaculate. You love like it. Got to be true. <laughs> it does. Um, okay, so what do you think the number one song on that book, uh, uh, as of like the late '90s, the number one Christian contemporary song? Jesus, for no. Really. 
I just want to see if you guys want to jump in. Late, no, it's not Carmen. <laughs> it's not Carmen. No, laugh. it's not Carmen. Carmen oh, I love Carmen. I love Carmen. I got saved. He is an entity. Yeah, I'm not mad at Carmen. We we could do addicted to Jesus, the champion Lazarus. Lazarus, come forth come right now. Forth. This blood's for you. Yeah, the, we can do a witch's invitation. I'm all about Carmen, man. Gotcha. Uh, if there's no other guesses, I'll just tell you. Number nine. Uh, I don't have the top ten. I just remember. No, I mean there's a, there was a Christian rock song called Number Nine. Number Nine. I can't smell the color nine. Yeah. 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 No, it was called the number. I can't. That smell the, the color nine was an awful song. So. Okay, but what was the number one song? Awesome God. I hated that <laughs> I song. Love that when he song. rolled up his sleeves, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being like 12 Being like What is that These, This is why we don't Sing the verses to this song Yeah Well the lord he wasn't joking When he kicked him out of Eden It wasn't for no reason I'm gonna sing the whole song now. There you go. And that might be why It's number but, one But the chorus was great The chorus oh, yeah. was a great Catchy worship chorus But the verses were Hot garbage I mean I'm not saying They're not true I'm not saying that When God rolls up his sleeves He isn't just putting on the ritz But Maybe. But everything that, sits me, on a ritz but for me that's one of those songs that it back takes me back, back to my back. childhood sure. my sister and I sang that as a special in church when we were like 7 and 8 years old a worship song that captured my imagination and propelled me like it, it made me say this is what worship music is capable of was um, you came from heaven to earth Lord I lift your name Lord I lift your name on high when uh, that song came out I thought this is don't stick your tongue out at me awesome God come on now I'm entitled that to my opinion. That was the opposite for me. Lord, I lift your name on high. Yeah, and there was hand motions to it. Yeah. Lord, Lord, I lift your name on high. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> uh, great, great uh, page-turning Christian song for you, Lord. Are we talking worship? What up? Um, I really like uh, Christian song. There was a song from a few years ago called Clear the Stage. Hmm. And honestly, I can't even remember who the author was. But it's just, my favorite Christian songs, other than Consuming Fire, are the stripped down, there's not a lot to it, maybe a couple of acoustic guitars, that kind of, like, I love Shane and Shane. Like, I can listen to those guys. Jimmy Needham. Jimmy, Jimmy Needham. Um, those Shane and Shane albums, I can listen to them all day. David Crowder, what he's doing now, where it's just kind of, pull, you know, it, I, that to it's me. Like amplified bluegrass? Yeah, it just, to me, when it, it gets... I hate saying this, but like I think sometimes worship can be more theatrical than it is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, you know, if we build the drums at this point and we everybody runs around and does all oh, everything. There's a formula to it. Yeah, and so I like it when it's just, man, it's, if I can just be by myself with it, it, it means more to me than any major, you know, Hillsong ele- elevation, all that stuff. And so, like, clear the stage. Uh, Shane and Shane, they, they do a uh, version of uh, Great Are You, Lord, that I love. I absolutely love. So, that's me. What's the one? All Sons and Daughters? So that's a real band? Yeah. They're, I like their, they have a lot of great. Uh, yeah. Uh, David Crowder's band, when he went off and just became Crowder at the Digital Age, uh, super, super yeah. cool band. They got a lot of great songs. What do you think? Now right? he's just recognized as a symbol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the artist formerly known no. as Crowder. Jason, what do you think, man? Um, there was a song that like, right after we were like forty, we went to a festival come to us. Heard of it? We went to it. Um, it was Jeremy Camp. It was the one he wrote right after his wife died. Oh wow! It was just a heavy rock song. I'll take my life. And he was kind of angry with God, but not 
angry with God and just trying to work through all that. Wow. I didn't just, realize that's why I wrote that song. Yes. He had, we did a, it's like we a did high school sweetheart and she died between the first year. Wow. So many of these songs born out of tragedy. What's the one that Stephen Curtis Chapman did when his daughter died? But he wrote that before. Oh, 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 I can't hear I wouldn't be able yes. to sing it. <laughs> yes. Makes you, know that you know what's great, though? If you play that Cinderella song at, like, any church dinner with, like, a drama trip from a youth group, you're promised every guy, every dad is like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> promise myself I wouldn't cry. Go to the bathroom and uh, get this yeah. out of my eye. Well. We are uh, we are coming to the end of our uh, journey tonight because these chairs are serious. I, I feel like my legs are bleeding from these things. This is an uncomfortable seat after a certain amount of time. Uh, you got a got a song for us, Justin? Uh, honestly, I grew up in a different home than most people. A pastor's home, so I, like the Jimmy my, Swagger collection. The, the old good old Jimmy Swagger. <laughs> the, 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 anything Tim Hill. I would say uh, I would say anything Michael, Michael English, especially in Christ Alone. No, he, he, know, he knows me. So for me, it's songs that speak to you at a certain time in your life when you're dealing with something. So two songs for me are Kim Walker's "How He Loves" and Michael English. The only thing that's good in me is Jesus from his Prodigal album. We are going to uh, we're going to put a, a string on that right there and begin to wrap this thing up. But before we do, did you not say yours, Ronnie? No, he took mine. That's did okay. I really? Well, Michael English, but, but I thought you would say the rope. The, <laughs> no, Michael English. I like so much so that I tried to to be his voice. I, I, I did. Who did? I studied. I studied his voice, and and the other one that I studied his voice and tried to emulate was Fred Hammond. And Fred Hammond and commissioned, and there was a commissioned reunion project that. I mean, I, I would sit down and just soak in all of the, the not just the vocals, but the instruments and the way that they would put that together and, and the elements of the R&B gospel uh, and worship that, that came through that project. That it was just amazing. But, but basically, he's ticked that you stole his answer. Oh, I'm not. I'm not ticked. I, I was. I had. A, I had one in the hopper just in case. <laughs> Before we go, let's do one one last thing. Let's indulge let's indulge the cynical side of us. So I'm giving each one of you guys a one snap with Thanos' musical Infinity Gauntlet. So I'm going to give you the gauntlet, and you can snap your finger and w- make one awful musical act disappear that they never existed. Who just needs to be gone forever because they are an absolute blemish on the ears of everyone who has ever heard them. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard her music, this, but I can't imagine. This brought to you by Fox News. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys want to go like next level. We could say it has to be a Christian artist, but I wasn't going to Which Christian artist needs to never record another song? Uh, so you can destroy the entire catalog of any one artist. Just make them go away Christian. forever. Christian? Uh, no, I think if you want to be bigger. super devious, but I, it can be anybody. If you go Christian, I'll give you double points. <laughs> well, I know that most people would not agree with mine, um, but I could do without ever in my life again hearing R.E.M. I'm I not, hate Michael Stipe's voice. I, I like just can't R.E.M. stand R.E.M. I don't like R.E.M., but I'm not going to fight for him. Not even for shiny, happy people. Oh, <laughs> God makes me want to punch somebody. Stand is a great song. It's so much fun. 
Everybody, okay, Bruce Springsteen. Everybody hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah goodbye, Bruce. Yeah. See ya. Nobody misses. I don't miss the boss at all. Well, if you get rid of Bruce Springsteen, then I'm just going to go ahead and get rid of Ariana Grande because you've already gotten rid of Bruce Springsteen. I can't. Can, can Ari, I, I'm not, I, don't, I couldn't even name one Ariana Grande song. Can I she can't sing? Either. Well, she was on that, that one song with Jesse J. I don't even know who Jesse J is. I don't like her music, but the girl can sing. I saw did her on that Jimmy Fallon thing. Did she do Frozen? I think Jesse J sound even better, and Jesse J is freaking amazing. She's so I watched her when she was just a YouTube. I have singer. the same issue with her that I have with Christina Aguilera. She can sing, but she needs to dial it way back. I'm not yes. a fan of over. Well, she's Christina Aguilera light. I'm not a fan. Just of one calorie, not Aguilera so enough. Much. <laughs> so much over singing. Lloyd, who do we get rid of? I'm gonna get booed. Do it. Do but it. I'm also going Christian music. Wouldn't be the Do first it. time. Go for it. Matthew West. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you just, gallery yeah, I just made a friend. I think, I, was gonna say, I, think, I think you have some supporters there. Yeah. Why Matthew West? He had this song that came out like a few years back called The Next Thing You Know or something like that. And it had to be the most annoying stupidest song I've ever heard in my entire life. And it didn't help the fact that like K-Love and Joy FM were like, oh my god, this is amazing. And they just played it like every four songs. And the like, next thing you know! you know, And that was the song and he just told stories. Is Don Knotts the <laughs> yeah. DJ on yeah. And it was like... Next thing he, you know is coming he's up had next. Good, a song like, by the news, boys. He, he's Here's had, Francesca Battistelli! <laughs> He's had on Caleb. He's had songs come out after that that were decent, but I can't get past it. I still think, like he, when he was at uh, Winter Jam, I just went to the bathroom. Did he? Did he do Letters from War? <laughs> it's just that song that did it for you. This is, <laughs> is it done yet? <laughs> so 14, I think, fourteen song set, and that's look, why Lloyd can't sit for more than ten minutes. I think time. forgiveness. Yeah. Last song. I, they told that okay. terrible, that awesomely sad story for forgiveness, and it was an amazingly inspirational story. And then they played the song, and I was like, "That's a great story, but the song still sucks." Oh wow! Because I love. So the, so the whole guy just crumbled to dust now I because Lloyd hates. Bye, the song. Matthew. Free baby, baby. Suck it, Wes. I am tagging. I am tagging Matthew West in this episode post. Matthew West, I like to introduce you, my friend Lloyd, as a lantern. <laughs> Justin, who goes away? Oh, is it Mark Schultz? Okay, Matthew West, you're off the hook for Letters from War. Mark Schultz, you are the most depressing artist. Uh, All right, Justin, who goes away? Uh, Kanye. Oh, really? Even after scoopity poop. Poop, scoop. (laughs) He just bothers me. It's his his attitude. He's just weird. I could get on board with him. He's weird. I would have to agree with him. All right, Kanye goes goes by. I'm sorry to interrupt. Matthew West had the best album of all time. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. You came all the way I'm over gonna here you to finish. do that. <laughs> but Matthew West so. the best Jason, what you got, time. man? Who goes away? Uh, probably someone like Slipknot. Slipknot. Okay, it's just the, the noisy kind of... Anything that looks like it would have like cut people's... Guar. Goodbye, yeah. Guar. You're Does gone. Like from the backside out. I'm not sure what that is. <sighs> I don't know that I have the, the, the spite that you guys have towards any musical artist. I'm trying to think who I truly hate. Uh, if I could just get rid of one person, it would be Getty Lee from Rush, because I just don't like his voice. Don't make a face at me, Peanut Gallery. Um, gosh, who has to go away? I think all you guys had great answers. I, I, I'm going to edit in an answer, because I can't even think of one right now. I was too busy. I love Tiny Tim. He's a delight. <laughs> What, who, who, Stone Temple, what did you say? 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots? 
Yeah, they're not bad. They're 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 okay, but that singer, he just sounds like he's whining the whole time. Well, so. I, I don't really know anything about their music. I just know that my daughter likes them an unhealthy amount. So yeah, I, I think wanna, everybody who I likes Twenty One Pilots snap them, so I don't I have to hear about them anymore. I see Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You know, we had okay. So, so we are doing a circus themed, circus themed youth camp, and the we first week for kids clowns. camp, our speaker that was here, his name was Chaggy the Clown. Very important that it's Chaggy with a CH because when I was Google searching him, I typed in Chaggy the Clown, who is a member of the Insane Clown Posse, and I thought, well, surely we're not bringing him here to to make juggalos out of our. But how awesome of a camp would that have been? Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, you know. So I don't no, I don't know. I don't have an idea. So tell me who I need to get rid of on my snap. Let me know across all of our social medias. Peanut Gallery, you guys have been awesome. Throw in a vote here. Who do you get rid of if you're snapping somebody away? Literally, Eiffel 65 just to get rid of Eiffel 65 blue. just for blue, Baba. So you let Aqua and Barbie Girl pass? Yes. All right. What do you got, Peanut Try Gallery? Into That's tough. That's... Honestly, if we're going Christian artist, Matthew West has to go. Really? Yeah, in my, in my least favorite of all. Okay, all right. Well, so Matthew West, we have just voted you off the island twice. My <laughs> <laughs> dude. My hope is one day, somebody, like years from now, somebody's going to come up and be like, hey, Matthew, have you heard about this nerd guy? <laughs> no, why? You really need to listen to this episode on season four. Well, let's go safe and say, Smith. let's go safe and say, like, Keith Green or Rich Mullins. Oh, because they're already gone. Oh. So they're in heaven with the Lord, and suddenly <laughs> they're just vanishing. <laughs> Oh, oh God. It's like, it's like Jesus. I table. don't want to go. Rich Mullins. Jesus. <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm so, okay. I'm just gonna do it because I'm a nice guy. Sunseed. Sunseed. Oh, Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> the best song. Or who's the one? The, the band that the renewed mind is the key. To the power that we see. All right, I'm gonna put these in the Spine links in the episode description too. So, or, or, oh no, you know who goes? John Daker. Rick Pino. Oh. Bye, Rick. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you for us for a very special Nerd of Godcast camp episode featuring the Cannons, Justin Stewart, Lloyd, by Matthew West, Jason. And the peanut gallery. And my name is Tony T. Don't forget to follow us across all the social medias. Please like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube. Leave us a review on iTunes. And buy your Nerd of Godcast gear and swag at the Nerd of Godcast store. Thank you so much. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Meet. <laughs> <laughs>